0: My mouth exercise. Words all fail the magic prize. Nothing I can say when I'm in your thighs. Oh my, 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 my mother. I would love to love you, love. The city's restless, it's ready to pounce. Go here in your bedroom, ounce for ounce. Oh my, 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 my mother. I would love to love you, love. The city's restless, it's rate of pounce. Go here in your Giving you decision to make, things to lose, things to take. Just about ready to cut it up. Wait a minute, honey, I'm gonna add it up. Add it up.
1: Filthy as hell. That is glorified badass. Hey my stroke. Listen up fast face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call seven seven five three five 357 fans Or 775 376 easy
2: Easy. I love whipped cream. I found I found whip I found whipped cream in my mom's in my mom's bedroom. And I ate I ate like the whole entire thing.
3: You found whipped cream where?
2: In my mom's bedroom.
3: What do you think it was doing in the bedroom?
2: I don't know. Probably she was hungry. Or probably making fudge. I don't know. She probably ate a banana split or something.
3: Oh, man. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Oh, man. Boy, do we have a show today. Let let, let me just tell you. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait to say all the... Good mornings and hellos to y'all and all the salutations and all that kind of good stuff. Um, First things first, last night's wrestling, they did a good job. I I, got to give it up to them. They did a real good job honoring Jay Briscoe. Mark Briscoe against Jay Lethal. Great match. Probably the best match AEW's ever had on there. Mark jumped from the top rope about 30 feet and did a big old frog splash onto a, cha- a table. It was awesome. It, and I did take my teeth out to acknowledge Mark Briscoe. So, yeah, that, that was that was really good. That was good last night. Now, I got a bunch of people that emailed me stuff last night, which we'll get to here in a second. We got to get to the good mornings first. But I got a question for y'all, last Family, and I'll get to it after I say hellos. Yesterday, I noticed something interesting. Uh, Bratty Kid was uh, making dinner, making uh, burritos, and she made some rice pilaf, too. Now, I'm not a big fan of rice. I like it gay. You know, when I used to eat sushi, it was okay. But, um... So she got the rice over there and the burritos, and she makes a burrito and then makes a bowl of rice. And I'm like, okay, a plate of rice. But I noticed something. Uh, Morning, uh, okay. Uh, uh, She had melted cheese on top of rice. Um, (laughs) Cheese don't go on rice. am, Am I crazy? I never seen nobody, and then she said she'll use a little bit, yeah, like I use a little bit. She put cheese on rice. I ain't never seen that before. Kind of caught me off guard, but if, if I'm out of touch, then hey, I'm out of touch. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's say some good mornings here, shall we? Uh <laughs> First one here. Well, la freaking fricking Great Fire says, prepare to be entertained, ass family. The master is at the mic. Well, thank you, sir. Battleborn in Nebraska, he says, good morning, uh, Arnie. Good morning, ass family. Shit, sure happy it's Thursday. Looking forward to tomorrow as I'll be celebrating 55 years of my great vaginal escape. Oh, well, okay, so tomorrow you get the official happy birthday song, as long as I remember. Uh, but you know what? We, 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 we got one for you right now, though. You ready? Um.
2: Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. Yep. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valentine. Uh, happy birthday
3: to you. Hey, all right. There you go. You get the official one tomorrow, though. Uh, Douglas says, Happy Friday Eve, ass family. Doug- Douglas says, Happy anniversary to your vaginal escape, Battleborn. The vaginal escape. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo, arigato! Round here, we speak American. Hey, mate. Mage of Consent says, Good morning, ass. And AIG, Japanese word of the day is Cherry Baku Kaji. Cheery Baku Kaji, translation, dumpster fire. Okay, I, I like that. I, I, the, the first story today is definitely a cheery Baku Kaji. Hangtown Jen, good morning. Now, now, Jen, here's the sad part. My guy who I get my sound effects from, for the dirty stuff that you like so much, he's been kicked off TikTok. Yeah, 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 I, I can't find him anywhere there. Uh, the dirty lady's gone. So we're probably gonna have to. I, I got to figure something out. Maybe the poop word of the day. will we'll do that. I I mean I I'm sorry. I apologize. I mean the man
4: comes attack you and you know kung fu, you're gonna hi ya him, right? I
3: mean you really are. So uh, so so we'll work on that, Jen. I promise you. Uh, she says love the violent femmes. I do too. Uh, even though that that whole music block was songs about absolute nothing. Gobbledygook topped off by what a wang chung is i love the song though the song's great fires me up christopher gets it he goes can you tell me what a wang chung is sassy pammy good morning to you stinkfish says good morning uh yeah <laughs> well thank you for plugging the show i i saw that a lot of people pointed that one out to me and i appreciate that oh my lucky the one and only Bratty Kid is all up in the house.
4: Scientists in Trinidad and Tobago believe they can build a rocket to go to the sun. Scientists in the United States said it is impossible that a rocket cannot go to the sun. It will be melted. The scientists of Trinidad and Tobago said they are not going in the day.
1: They are going in the night.
3: Look at that. Bratty kid has got jokes today for you. That is fantastic. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Uh, Morning all. Listening this morning from bed. Had a bit of a reaction to my second shingles vaccine. Yes, I am fucking old. Oh, that's no good. That's no good at all. Uh, Ogre says cheese can go on just about anything. Well, cheese and rice. Cheese goes on rice if you're white, LOL. See, he's from the land of the rising sun. Konnichiwa. He knows. There's nothing wrong with cheese on rice. See, see, this is where y'all let me down. Y'all all let me down because butter, we all know that butter goes on cinnamon rolls. We all know that. And y'all turned your back on me on that one, and now you're doing the same here. You don't realize how hard my life is already. God damn it. I think Maid's just passed out with that cheese on rice bullshit. <laughs> That's when Joe was singing happy birthday for the Holocaust. Tough stuff, those people dropping dead. Morning, ass family. I woke up in time for the show. TikTok is, uh, yeah, good. I'm glad, Andrew. Good morning to you. TikTok is trash. I, I couldn't believe it. I was looking for it this morning. I'm like, come on, man. Aw, damn it, Mike and I were learning so much. Bummer, really breaks my heart. (laughs) Oh, I promise you, I'll find something new for you. (laughs) You don't have to ask me twice. Um, Triple T says, good morning, family of ass. Gold says, morning, folks. Also, the only rice I'll ever eat is in sushi or teriyaki rice from Ichiban's. That's it. I have my second shingles shot tomorrow. Pray for me. Hell, yeah, butter goes on cinnamon rolls. Goddamn right, gold. Now, a bunch of people emailed me this last night, and I said, okay, and I turned on Fox News after wrestling because I ain't missing wrestling to tell me about the latest in the – and, and I appreciate it. I, I, I'm not I'm not coming after y'all. I promise you I'm not coming after y'all. Um, In the latest in this Paul Pelosi. Well, the last time I saw a
4: mouth like that, I had a hook.
3: In it. Now, we're talking about Paul. We'll, we'll talk about Nancy. Well, the last
4: time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook.
3: In it. There you go. Um, this is about Paul. Uh, Sometime in the evening last uh, night in San Francisco, a judge... Has ruled that uh, and is ordering police body cam footage of the Paul Pelosi attack to actually be released. They want the the cameras from Homeland Security. They want that footage released. This judge is ordering it. Um, they want the um, the interview with uh, the the fellow. What's his name? David Depate. They want that. They want all this stuff. And it was supposed to be released last night. And I can tell you right now the only story I can find on it. I'm glad I sent myself this story. Um, The only story I can find on it is about how NBC's new uh, head honcho can step up and claim they were wrong for redacting that story. So it's starting to break that NBC was wrong, and and, uh, by the way, did they kill that reporter? But once again, the body cam has yet to be released, and it's nowhere, no one's talking about it on the internet right now. Sassy had the same reaction with the uh, first shingle shot, but it's far better than having shingles. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. Only the rest don't put butter on cinnamon rolls. My white trash wife loves cheese on rice, then drenched with ranch. I don't know this about prior to our <laughs> wedding 20 years ago. Uh, let's think, let me ask, her th- ask you this. Is it real ranch or that white trash bottle crap? This is an important question. Oh, I know that that is an important question because the only ranch that gets eaten in this house, ain't by me, uh, is homemade ranch. And from what I understand, it's quite good, but I'm not a fan of ranch. I like Thousand Island. I'm a Thousand Island man myself. And blue cheese on wings. Oh, really? You saw him a couple weeks ago? Okay. I haven't seen him. I mean, I don't really watch, but. Well, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't murder him. <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't offed. So, uh, look. I'm going to watch the tape as much as they release it. I, I will talk about it. I mean, if they release it during the show, I'll happily stop everything and we'll go over it. I'm fine with that. By the way, you know, uh, the reason why we have this uh, new uh, sound effect for Nancy. Well, the
4: last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook.
3: Um, was due to the fact that they are trying to pass a new bill now in Congress that doesn't allow sitting congressmen or women Uh, the ability to trade stocks. And it could be because this story just broke. Paul Pelosi, the husband of former House Speaker Nancy... The last
4: time I saw a mouth like that, I had a
3: hook. Pelosi sold off 30,000 shares of Google A month before the Department of Justice announcement of an antitrust lawsuit against the tech giant. Now, 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 isn't that weird? Isn't that peculiar? Um, the involved around five hundred thousand dollars and a million dollars yielded capital gains of more than two hundred. Although it's clear how large the profit was, taken together, the trades involved thirty thousand shares between one point five million and three million dollars of assets. Um, let's see. Uh, so. Why aren't they in jail for insider trading? I, I, I'm just wondering. Bubba Earl! Damn dog would drink himself fucking to death. Um, why, why aren't they in jail? I mean, they, they clearly knew that there was going to be a Department of Justice uh, antitrust lawsuit against Google. And if you know anything about anything, if a big company has a big lawsuit going against them, especially if it's the Department of Justice, their stocks are going to take a shit. But why not reap it while it's in there? Go ahead and sell it for as high as you can. Then they announce this, and poof, the bottom falls out. Interesting. You know, I thought a lot about this when Martha Stewart went to prison. If I had millions of dollars in a particular stock and I were in the same boat that Martha was, I would have yanked my money. I guess I'd go into prison too. And, and, and look, look, that's what insider trading is, that you're not supposed to have a leg up on the market. Does it happen? All the time. It happens, obviously. The, the major winners and in, in, in players are this, are in Washington, D.C., We've all seen these movies, trading places, you know, the the trading floor, ah, seven, seven and a quarter, you know, where they're yelling and there's tickets flying and all that. And you think those people that are sitting around the outside are the really wealthy ones? Uh Uh-uh. No, no, the real wealthy ones are sitting in Washington, D.C. And and I shouldn't say wealthy ones. Let, Let me change that. The powerful ones. Recently, so I don't know what this was on, uh, but they asked this uh, kid a question. I don't know if this was like old time movie or something. Would you rather have all the power in the world or all the money in the world? And the kid said, the the money, of course. And, you know, the father person type said, no, because with all the power, you control all the money in the world. The wealthy ones sitting in the balcony on the Muppet Show talking shit about everyone. Oh, hey, look, look, you're out. I'm not, look, if I was a Gordon Gecko type person, if I was that person that was, you know, in the stock market doing all that kind of stuff, you goddamn right I'd do it too. If I know they're going to be doing it all the time. Oh, we, we got an update here. San Francisco, uh, let's see, we're going to see it after all. Thank you, Straight Fire. Let me read what this says from the San Francisco Chronicle. Judging to Kate allows access to dramatic, dramatic video. Oh, no, no. Oh, crap. Oh, it took me out of that story because I have to subscribe to the San Francisco Chronicle. Okay, so if it's there, it'll be out. That's fucking great. Thank you, Straight Fire. Appreciate that. Zach, good morning to you, my friend. Greed, a lack of a better word, is good. Yes, the wealthy ones sitting about. Bell- oh yeah, I read that. Okay, all right, all right. So interesting that this is coming along. Now, there's an an even more interesting story. Now, now look here, look here. Let me preface this statement by saying I have nothing but the utmost respect for this man, not only as a broadcaster but as a comedian as a commentator, as a jujitsu guy, because he would beat the piss out of me. But um, Joe Rogan, I guess, has been listening to the show. I, I, I know. Remember a, a couple weeks ago, he said something, and it was something we had talked about. And I don't remember what it was, but we, we did this. Welcome to the party, pal. And now recently... Joe Rogan was on his podcast and he was talking about the um how the political ideology has made the country more tribal they also criticized the phase phrase trust the science hmm now, I think I said that last week. We were making fun of Trust Science. Now, I'm, I'm not, look, 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 I'm not trying to, a big time Joe here or anything, but hey, if you're a listener, you ain't got to take from me. You want to come on the show, Joe, anytime. You want to fly me down to Austin? I'll be on your show anytime. I'll be happy to talk to you. He claims that well, religion has done, uh, there's a lot of people who are atheists, don't think of themselves as being religious, but you are religious, you're acting exactly the way you don't believe in a deity. You're still having this tribal way you want to think exactly who you are and that. And then he goes after the media. Um you have fucking you uh you have to fucking pretend that these people are lighting churches on fire, <laughs> aren't fucking assholes. These people are lighting schools on fire, lighting courthouses on fire. He directly slammed how news networks whitewashed it. Mostly peaceful. Oh, it's mostly peaceful. I fucking saw someone again say this because of what happened in Atlanta. They were calling it peaceful. He's calling out the the media now because what they're doing is exactly what we have talked about. They have turned into not what they're supposed to be, and that's reporting the facts. They have turned into a propaganda machine. All they're doing is telling you, I I, I mean, honestly, once again, and and the reason why I fight so hard with this is due to the fact that I am tired, and and we talked about this yesterday, and I'll talk about this until I'm blue in the damn face. I'm tired of my my being insulted. I don't want my intelligence insulted. When you have a camera and and a, a news reporter and he's ducking things that are being thrown, and there's a building on fire behind him? If it's not propaganda, then why call it a peaceful protest? I'm betting that building's owner doesn't think this is a very peaceful protest. I'm betting the guy who got hit in the head with that bottle that was thrown that we saw who now has to get stitches and maybe miss work, I bet you he doesn't think this is a very peaceful protest. But I guess we're the wrong ones here. We're the whack jobs. We're the uber right-wingers. We're this, that, and the other. Well, I'm calling the media out as well. I've called the media out, like I said now, for, I don't know, the past... Two years and now Joe Rogan's doing it. Welcome to the party, pal! Yeah. Appreciate that, Joe. Glad you're there. I mean, they went after you, and we stay we 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 stood up for you. And this is the part that makes me the maddest. Is that the media is doing nothing about someone who is supposed to be the mouthpiece of the president of the United States of America. Good old Corrine Jean Pierre, the White House spokesperson. This was her yesterday.
5: Here Navy SEALs three rules for surviving a real world assault. Rule number one: always fight dirty.
3: There you go. After a special counsel was named, but before the FBI searched, President Biden went to his house in Wilmington. Hold on a second here. This is the only person I would ever consider a journalist in today's world.
5: Drop in deuces. What are you doing in there? I would refer you
3: to the White House Counsel. So it was something relating to this case. I would refer you to the White House Counsel's office. Okay. do you think that this story was leaked by someone trying to bruise the president politically ahead of a re-election announcement?
6: I would refer you to the White House Counsel's Office, as they've been the ones who've been uh, uh, closely involved.
3: Okay. More basically, we know the President did it. Why did he do it?
6: I would refer you to the White House Counsel's Office.
3: In the President's own words, he admits to having information that wasn't his. Why did he smuggle it out?
6: I will let the, 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 the statement of the President stand for itself. I'm just not going to go into a rabbit hole, down a rabbit hole with you on this.
3: You, you didn't even answer one question. No, not even one question. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime.
6: I took a dump at work. I do it all the
0: time. The boss
2: man takes my freedom and creativity. The
6: least he can do is when I-
3: Good morning, Alicia. I hope you're doing well this morning. See, we played your theme before we even said hello to you. How cool is that? Arise. Good morning to you. Did you get another snow day? Holy shit! Arise. You're doing fine, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love the the goings-on of, of social media and the ass family having my back. Oh, I love each and every one of y'all. It's so fantastic. Uh, no snow day, but able to listen at work. All right. It's her walk-up music in the o- o- octagon. Um, all right. So, Jean-Pierre goes out and is asked questions and pretty much pleads the fifth on all those questions. And Peter Ducey is the only guy who calls her out. Now, there's, a, there's an African guy and there's one other gal that's starting to get her jabs in. Um, why aren't we asking for more? I am I I I'm sitting here going no you need to tell us the answers to these questions. You can't refer to the press then to other fucking uh, spokespeople for around that when they're asking about the president. Because I guarantee you this. I let, let me just say this right now. I I promise you.
2: I guarantee.
3: And you know I mean that when I play that. Let's say Peter Ducey goes over to the, the White House counsel and asks that exact same question. What's going to be said is, well, you're going to have to ask the White House press secretary. They're treating us like children. I don't know. Go ask your father. Oh, you go ask your mother. And nobody's holding them to the fire. Poor Jean-Pierre is just finishing her internship at the White House to get to the cushy CNN job. You know, here's the thing. uh, I think she'll probably get offered a job, but she is so bad. Literally, she is so bad at her job. She's not a good public speaker. And, I mean, she's got everything written down in front of her, and she's still terrible at it. If she's on, uh, I think the best that she could get, I mean, is probably the Vice News Network. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know if MSNBC would stoop that low. Oh, you know, you know where she's gonna go. Oh, oh no, no, oh no! I know exactly where she's going. This is a perfect place for her. a place where word salad is appreciated more than anything else in the world. A bunch of gobbly a bunch of fucking, uh, fucking tree hugging gun haters. She's going to NPR. No, you know what? She doesn't have the temperament for the view. Uh, that would be a good place for her, but she's not good enough. She, she's going to have to work her way up from NPR. That's what I think. Um, <laughs> good old Jean-Pierre. All right, let me let me check the current. Let's see. Tensions are escalating. Whatever, whatever. Okay, nothing yet on the video. I keep checking for the video to see if it's, if it's been released yet, so bear with me. I can see her doing a cooking segment on MSNBC's morning show. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, get rid of that, get rid of that. Now, yesterday, Joe Biden... Joe Biden had a lot to say yesterday, including this fucking peach. You ready for this? Hey, th- all you police officers that voted for Joe Biden, I-, I-, I want you to hear this.
2: When I was coming up as a kid, you know, cops were learned to, you know, required to learn to shoot to kill. We well, ought to be able to shoot to stop.
3: Shoot to stop. Where would you like me to start on that? So so now we're, we're teaching our police officers to be trick shot artists. Oh, are we, we? We want them to hit them in the thigh? Well, what if that hits the femoral artery? Oopsie daisy, they bleed out and die. Cop, go to prison. Your Honor, I was just trying to stop him. Okay, scenario two. Scenario two is stop or I'll shoot. And once again, they're trick shot artists, and he shoots the person in the foot. Pow, pow. And the person on the foot goes, oh, ow, ow, ow. And they they, they have a gun, and they fire back, and they shoot the cop in the head. Now, here's the good news. The good news is that the bad guy is going to be okay. Cop's dead. I mean, if you want to put that in a good news pile, there, the cop's dead. Or scenario three: guy's running away armed from a cop. Cop says, stop or I'll shoot. He turns around. Cop shoots him center mass six times, kills him. We have an upset society, especially if it's white on black. But if it's white on white, nobody says anything. And that's what a majority of crimes are, is white on white. Now what? I'd go with scenario three. But that's just me personally. Ass shots only. Stop means Kill. B. Coop says a gun is used for deadly force only. I, I knew that you guys would like this one. Uh, the rule in self-defense is shoot until the deadly threat is stopped. Uh, man, I was in a call. What did I miss? Well, you missed Joe Biden saying this.
2: When I was coming up as a kid, you know, cops were learned to, you know, required to learn to shoot to kill. Well, you ought to be able to shoot to stop.
3: That was the first thing he did yesterday. Now, I know a lot of you, and, and, and I, I am going to... Um, no, I'm not going to pull myself out of the conversation. We'll have this conversation. I'm okay to have this conversation. Joe Biden will send 31 Abrams tanks worth uh, $400 million to the Ukraine. Uh, I believe that the Germans are also sending uh, 14 of their Leopard tanks. The German Leopard 2 tanks are better suited for that condition, but our our tanks are still the the fucking meat and potatoes of tanks. (sighs) Oh, here we go. The Giants of the Battlefield tanks. The the Abrams is number one. The Leopard 2 is number two. Challenger from Great Britain, three. France has one. It runs backwards, though, all the time. I hope he tells the Secret Service to shoot to stop. Yeah, no shit. Oh God, to be oh man, that would be a great question to ask. Um, yes, Mr. President, is your Secret Service trained to shoot to stop? Ghost says, "Fuck Ukraine, get your own shit." Um, is Zelensky extorting the Germans too? Seems to be extorting a lot of um of Europe. All right. I need to put some tobacco in my mouth for this conversation. And maybe y'all ain't gonna like what I have to say. Oh, to tweet it to Peter Ducey. Oh, I can do that. Hold on. I didn't follow following. Oh man, Peter Ducey. Oh, there he is. Oh yeah. Oh, I already follow him. Oh, man. Can you ask the uh, at POTUS? Can you ask the POTUS <laughs> the POTUS if his Secret Service Detail is trained to shoot to stop. You are the only real journalist left. There we go. There it is. There you go. Great job, B. Coop. Thank you for that. I heard some asshat on the afternoon radio show yesterday talking about the U.S. sending our old shit to Ukraine so we can replenish with new tech. What the fuck? I, I, look, if that's the case, uh, I don't think we're going to be sending a bunch of old shit to them that don't work. I mean, it, it, look. If it was President Arnie States, then yeah, I'd probably be sending him a bunch of old shit. Send it, send him a bunch of fucking VHS and Beta ta- ta- tape players. Here you go. You guys can strategize playing these. Morning, swoosh. But I think we're sending him some good stuff. I mean, you, you can't, you you can't knock the Abrams tank. Am I happy that we're sending them so many tanks? No, I'm not. No, because I worry that history has a a way of repeating itself time and time again. From the Soviet Union in World War II to the Cold Wars. We outfitted Afghanistan with a bunch of uh, 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 an arsenal to defeat the Soviet Union. And then we lose 13 Marines in one day. They're all murdered in Afghanistan trying to get innocent people out of there. Oh, and by the way, we leave fucking billions of dollars worth of ammunition and arms in Afghanistan, including a couple of attack-y, uh, Apache attack choppers. Which well, they, I, I think, they tried to fly one and it crashed, and we all laughed about it. But they're learning, and when those are used against us, we'll all just go, "Whoa!" Terrible wall fight about it, and I'll just sit back and just keep my mouth shut. Let me say, it. I, and, and 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 you know what? Maybe in the past I have been too rough with this because maybe the Ukraine won't use it against us. Here's us helping out a little country that that didn't need to be invaded, and and I agree with it, and and and. Wait till you hear the next story we have about Bill Gates. If any of you people were ever Bill Gates supporters, you might want to fucking think about the next story that we do. But maybe this guy, Zelensky, is a good guy. Sorry, I didn't mean to roll my eyes that loud. Maybe he's really standing up for the people. Look, Look, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt. And you know, in the past, I wasn't. I was saying these are going to be used us against us for sure. Well, I don't know if they will or not. Here's to me hoping that they won't be used against us in one hand. And here's me shitting in the other hand, waiting to see which one is going to get full first. So taxpayers paid for those. Uh, maybe we should vote. If we should just give uh, give our shit away. Zelensky is thinking about himself, plain and simple. Look, look, I've seen stories like I, I, I'm. Russia invaded the Ukraine. The end. Okay, that was wrong. They, 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 they crossed over and they they started a war with a small country that they want to take over can't do that. You can't do that. And we have pretty much financed all of Ukraine. We've financed everything. Their their lights are on in Ukraine because we financed that, and we've given them all this weapons. Swoosh says 99.9% chance they use it against us. I won't go that high yet. I'll just say it's 50-50. How's that? Look, I'm trying to be open-minded here because I know that this is a, a big issue to a lot of people, and I respect that, and I respect that we don't see eye to eye on it because of everything that I've lived through and everything that I've seen and everything that I've studied. I hope I'm wrong. I usually don't hope that I'm wrong. And mainly because I stopped asking the question. This was early on. Uh, This is one of the rules of the show, that we don't talk about that much. But we never ask the question, what's next? You don't want to know what's next. I don't trust the American government, let alone the Ukrainian government. Douglas says I'll go 75%. If not directly, they'll sell our weapons to someone that will use against us. Now, I have heard reports out there. I can't get any confirmation on it, and that's why I never reported it on this show. I will hear. I will tell you what the scuttlebutt is. The scuttlebutt is this: is that they've already started selling the arms that we've given them. Like I said, where I've seen those stories are are quite, quite, quite right leaning. And my rule of thumb on this show is, is that I'm going to give you what I consider to be the truth. And if that means I have to read a story 14 times on 14 different websites, I'll do it. And I'll deliver what I pull out and what I think is the true story there. And that's the way journalism and reporting used to work. Now, I like to have fun on this show, and I like to tell dick and fart jokes, and I like to crank call people, and I like to, you know, step on people while they're down. <laughs> um, but I also have this integrity that was I- embedded into me by my first guy that we had on this show one day, Kirby Moss. There's an integrity in there that, that I don't want to give you the bullshit side of the story. I, and, and I have to admit, the further I thought about with the whole Zelensky thing, I really haven't paid much attention to it because it's over there and I, I could care less. But I do find it funny. And I said it on the show. I found it, it so funny that during all the Pride events last year, and, and look, look, I have nothing against the Pride events. They want to go out there in their thong bikinis and fucking walk down the streets of major metropolitan cities, you go for it. Because who knows, someday maybe I want to. Not be like the pride thing, but like a a fat guy parade. I want you to stop me. So uh, look here, you, you do you and I'll do me. But, um. I found it amazingly funny that they're waving the Ukraine flag when homosexuality is quite frowned upon on that side of the world. When's the last time Germany used the missiles we placed there? When's the last time Japan did the same? Did Turkey use our missiles against us? Did Israel uh, use our funds or weapons against us? Ditto for India. Hey, you've got a great point there. But some right-wing wackadoo on a news service spouts conspiracy suddenly giving arms means always. Hmm. No, I've just given you some good points. You've given me some good points here. Do I think that we should have helped the Ukraine? Sure, absolutely. As much as we have, that's where we can talk. Uh, this is a question I have is, if, if we pulled everybody out of Afghanistan and we aren't in a major fucking tussle right now, why don't we send them some of our troops? Why don't we send our Air Force over there and just fucking rain hell down on, on the Russian troops? And it'll be the end of things. I mean, recruitment's got to be up due to Top Gun colon, Maverick being such a hit. And I'm being serious here. I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm trying to think of the good people of the Ukraine who I've never met. But they oppress people, just like they oppress people here in America. But, hey, why don't we do that? We don't have to put any troops on the ground. How about we send a whole bunch of drones over there to take care of business? Sending our troops would be an act of war. Not if we're we're protecting a, a sovereign nation. The act of war was not the act of war when Russia invaded. Why can't we help them out? Why can't we show up over there and go, hey, these are our friends? I'm just asking questions. I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not trying to be a dick here. If we truly wanted to help the Ukrainian people out, we'd be over there. Russia offered to end the war a long time ago, but Ukraine decided probably because of how much we're giving them. I don't know about that. But I'm, I'm just asking. Because I thought the act of war was when they crossed over. I mean, it is a war right now, right? And We didn't even... We didn't jump in there, so it's not really, it it was a war before we got involved. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm okay. I think it's lasted too long. I I think, I honestly think if we're going to, if we're asked to do something, this is the problem I have. When you ask somebody for help, it's considered kind of rude. Let's see. uh, Sending weapons means drumroll, following through. In typical American fashion, though, if we just look at Ukraine and say, all done, move along with zero management, cooperation, or follow through, then don't be surprised when shit happens. If America stopped mending without any thought of what happens next, none of this shit would be a problem. It's far easier to point at a distraction and say glitz and sex and ignore the shit overseas. Re-elect me. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. They want us to pay attention to that because all the shit they're already doing over here. You want to know what they're doing over here? I'll tell you what they're doing over here. This is a frightening story. Co-founder and one of the richest men in the world, Bill Gates, said that China's rise is a huge win for the world. He was being interviewed on uh, Australian television. Stop.
7: Stop making Amazon sellers rich. I hate to tell Good you- that-
3: Lord. That's a two minute commercial. No, I ain't watching no damn two minutes of that uh is a war between Ukraine and Russia we're not in a war okay hold on here we go
8: this is back backing an Australian startup that is trying to stop cows from burping methane all right Ashley this one's for you how are they going to do it
3: Uh, that's the story I've been dreaming of it's like Beano for cows essentially Stu a Perth based company developing a supplement for livestock made from synthetic replicated bromoform. what the heck's that well it's a active ingredient that's found in red seaweed and according to one study giving cows seaweed in their feed could cut 98 percent of their methane emissions who would have thunk it bill gates has joined a slew of billionaires by the way investing in the technology as we know gates has been an outspoken critic of the livestock industry and has backed other firms such as beyond all right. Well, that isn't the the story that I wanted to do, but yes, he's developing something that makes cows burp less. <laughs> Russia offered in the war if Ukraine gave a bunch of their sovereignty territory. That's not really ending things. That's a bully saying, "I'll stop beating you up if you give me money in your pocket, and I may or may not come back for more." That that's that that's a hundred percent right there. Uh, yeah, real quick, um, correct the mundo. There you go. Is a war between Ukraine and Russia. We're not in a war. Our troops there would make it a war with Russia. Selling weapons, etc., is seen as a neutral move. Makes no sense, but it is what it is. All right. Now, Bill Gates has come out and said it is a huge win that China is, is coming to power. Is a huge win for the world. He says, quote, I tend to see China's rise as a huge win for the world. I mean, that's 20% of humanity. They today match the portion of the global economy, and their portion global population match exactly, you know, countries like Australia, U.S. We have capita GDPs five times what the Chinese have, so we have a disproportionate share of the world's economy. We have a disproportionate share of the world's economy. Boy, it sounds like somebody's reading the fucking Communist Manifesto there. He also said that China needs to play a stronger role in the world government. I've never been more happy happy to be an Apple guy. (laughs) For a genius, he sure is stupid. You know, we throw the word genius around a whole lot. Huge win for the world, eh? Uh, We know where MS products are made and in whose companies Bill Gates invests, yes. By the way, this investment in making cows burp less, oh, we're going to feed them something, oh, it's red seaweed, well, we'll just, we'll create that in a lab. You think Elon Musk is the first billionaire who wanted to fucking control humanity? I look at when when they talk about geniuses, they throw that word around. Bill Gates, genius. Mark Zuckerberg, genius. No, they were entrepreneurs that, that found something that the world really, really wanted and needed. That's what they did. That's not a genius. Beethoven is a genius. William Shakespeare a genius. These guys, do you know what these guys are? These are the land grabbers in Oklahoma. They did something sooner than someone else did. That's all they are. Do I admire Bill Gates? Eh, I used to. I mean, look at Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos became one of the richest men in the world because he made shopping easier. It wasn't even an original idea. And we call him a genius. Elon Musk, oh he's a genius. What because he found a way to make solar power and cars work and make it halfway affordable? Well he he beat people to the punch. Yeah, like nothing ever bad came from a lab like Wuhan. They, they I, I was sent this video. Hold on a second. Here, let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, About what is being said. At, at U.S. government is going to end COVID booster shots for healthy people under 50. That's great. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, the virus keeps mutating. Yeah, well, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can focus on creating unbelievably new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. So they want to mutate it and and, and mutate it on their own. Well, that's not shocking at all. It's short-sighted to get cow emissions to ebb. Just think of those kid toys with the cow says nothing. Mad cow disease 2023 LOL zombie cows. Yeah, I'm not going to be eating any Australian beef for a while. I've had Australian wagyu and it's okay, but I ain't eating nothing from that fucking rank neck neck of the woods anymore. Project Veritas always seems to get the bad guys uh, talking in their strings. Well, to say that China needs to govern more of the world, I want you to remember this is a country that used to kill girl babies. We all look at the Middle East as a... uh, uh, a repl- uh, a place that 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 pushes down women. Nobody pushes down women more than China. Now they've elevated some, but see, they have this thing. It's a communist democracy, which I, I it, that that that's a monkey fucking a football right there. The democracy part is all the people that have money there. That's the democracy part. And those are all the politicians and people that run shit. The rest of the country is poor as shit. I'll never forget doing a story about people in China. They would make money. This is no joke. This is a real story. They don't have, like, you know, in in some parts of China, they ain't got neighborhoods. They got, like, villages and huts. And this old gal would go around from hut to hut, and she'd go through the trash This is a disgusting story, and I'm not trying to gross anybody out. And they would find all the chicken bones they could. And they would find the leftover meat on chicken bones. Probably it was in somebody's dirty-ass mouth. And they would pick those bones clean, put it in a bag. Same bag they'd probably use every damn day. They'd go around the village, and they'd clean the chicken off, and then they would sell it. So people could eat it. And people were buying it. So the next time you go to a wing stop or a Hooters or anything like that, and you got yourself a chicken wing and you eat that chicken wing, you put it on the plate, and you're done with it and they throw it away and they throw it in their trash. In Hooters, in China, if they had a Hooters there, man, that village would fucking thrive. Gates buying up the farmland doesn't bode well for us either. No, and 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 honestly, that would him buying up so much farmland scares the shit out of me. That's why I'm glad I'm not a big fan of vegetables. Jesus Christ, let the cow fart! It's the least of our worries. Can you imagine being on talks to end climate change and having the one that brings up those cow farts with a serious intention? So, yeah, Bill Gates uh, is, is in trouble for that. And one more story before we take a break so we can get Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on here. Oh, it. it, it. You know where I stand on on, on the, the climate change and all that kind of stuff? I'm kind of a wait and see guy. I'm not going to litter on the streets. I'm not going to burn tires in my backyard because, look, it, that's wrong. But I'm not going to go out of my way to recycle or do things like that as well. Because, well, until China and India start doing it, then it really doesn't... In my opinion, in my opinion... Hold on, let me get that out there. In my opinion, it really doesn't matter what America does if the two biggest countries in the world are just shitting on the ground all the time. Now, granted, I mean... uh, all we got to do is have more cities like San Francisco and people shit in the middle of the, the, the city. And I guess then we'll be let alone just like India and China is. But. Oh, we're getting colliding worlds here. A recent uptick of endangered whale deaths along the East Coast has sparked a vigorous debate. Between environmental groups over the role of offshore wind development. Nine whales, including two sperm whales and seven humpback whales, hump, have been found dead off the coasts of East, uh, four East Coast states within less than two months. Discovery of the whales five, which beached in New Jersey, God, of all the places, Spark calls from environmentalists to halt offshore wind development until more information was known. And, of course, those companies, they don't want to stop. So now you have, you have the whale people taking on the environmentalists. And wasn't it Save the Whales that kind of started the whole thing this whole environmental movement like they're the granddaddy group and then like peter joined in after them and then you had the, the the sierra club and i had all these damn groups but like they were the they were the og as the kids would say the original group i know it's gang but group and they're like hey uh hey real quick uh we really dig your wind turbines and you're, 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 you're trying to get rid of fossil fuels and everything. But you're kind of killing our whales. <laughs> and these are endangered species whales. These are the bad ones. We don't want these ones to die. Greenpeace, there it is. That's the way it was. Any truth that they beached because they saw Angelina on the Jersey Shore? Holy shit, tomorrow not Tonight! Jersey Shore is back tonight, baby. Woo! Oh, I'm fired up about that. Swoosh, way to go. Yeah, this, this ain't good. and can you eat whale? I I mean I mean, like, like these whales washed up on shore. Is all the meat bad? I mean, if all the meat bad, that's spoiled quickly. I mean, I figure this one that washed up in Maryland. They could make like you know whale cakes or something out of it, like crab cakes, but but with whale. Probably not. No. What what, what are they? I got a dumb question here, and I know. Uh, look, I'll, I'll take I'll take the answer in the break. Um, what do they do with the carcass of the whale? do, do they like dig a big hole and bury it? I mean, I, I know they learned not to try to dynamite it because that was just a catastrophe, and I think that was in Portland or in Oregon somewhere where they blew up a whale like 25 years ago. Like, what do they do with it? I'm just saying, hey, whale boots? Hell Yeah. <laughs>
4: And said, say a prayer for me She threw her arms around him Whispered, God will keep us free They could hear the riders coming He said, this is my last fight If they take me back to Texas They won't take me back alive There were seven Spanish angels At the altar of the sun They were praying for the lovers In the valley of the gun When the bell stopped and the smoke cleared, There was thunder from the throne And seven Spanish angels took another angel home She reached down and picked the gun up that lay smoking in his hand She said, Father, please forgive me I can't make it without my man And she knew the gun was empty and she knew she couldn't win, but her final prayer was answered when the rifles fired again. There was seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for. battle stopped and the smoke cleared there was thunder from the throne and seven Spanish angels took another angel home there were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun they were praying The smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne, seven Spanish angels took another angel home, all right y'all help me now, there were seven Spanish angels At at the altar of the sun.
7: Come
1: 775 357
6: FANS or
3: 775 376 EZEZ. Now, now, Swoosh says they drag the carcasses back out in the ocean and the sharks then feed on them. Well, now, now I gotta say, that's some bullshit. I mean, sharks feed on enough, they got all that damn fish and they got people they like to chew on. They don't like to eat them, blah, blah, blah. They don't like the taste, blah, blah, blah. You know, we got a homeless problem in this country. Why don't we feed them some dead whale? Or entrepreneurs come out and skin that damn thing. I'm going to tell you right now. You make some whale skin boots, I'm getting them. You know why? They're waterproof. Bam. That shit just happened. Why do you only wear whale boots? Well, because they're waterproof. You never know when it's going to rain. All right, we got to make a phone call now. We got we to gotta call the one and only Joe Murphy. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, that is.
1: Thank you for calling Dewey Cheatham and how attorneys at law in the office right now please leave your name number full legal name mother's maiden name routing number and account number and we'll get back to you as soon as we can
3: uh, I, i'm waiting for the beep but uh, i guess there's not is this lake tahoe joe murphy
1: yeah i'm sorry i so we have a few operations it's a boiler room uh, I understand. Thing, so uh
3: i i understand how you doing today pal
1: I am doing great. I'm really, you know, I'm a little emotional because I just listened to Sister Sledge. We are family. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, know, I'm a little emotional. But other than that, uh, I've heard that Savannah Crisley is doing okay.
3: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, she's brutally ugly, but she's doing all right.
1: (laughs) I know. You know, I think... uh, Michael her Jackson's ass, doctor did their work
3: <laughs> her and her big ass donkey teeth that she got, um, you,
1: know, you can eat, she can eat corn on the cob <laughs> through a picket fence. You know.
3: <laughs> now, Joe, Joe, before we get into sports talk today, because we, we, we got, we got a bunch of sports stuff we got to talk about. Um, I got to know, I know that you are an international sex worker. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I guess I am. I, you know, I'm blushing right now, but go ahead.
3: Um, have you been to Australia recently?
1: Well, I do come from a land down under.
3: Yes. Yes, I know. And no, and I, and, I, and
1: I have a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> no, I, I just I returned from Australia. Why do you have?
3: Well, I think they caught you, Joe. Damn it. I think they caught you. Uh, if you were at a store called the, um, um, hold on a second here. I have it here. The, the Love Heart Adult Shop, they caught you. Um, they caught you taking their test dildo home with you. You know,
1: I, you know, I was there signing my, my, my book. It was a book signing that I was there for. Please. I don't know how they got me confused
3: with that. Now, now can I, I mean, uh, this is news to us here. What's the title of, of your book so we can go out and possibly buy it?
1: <laughs> my pen is huge.
3: okay my pen it's huge no my pen is huge yes my pen is huge okay yeah
1: but you you know you combine the pen and the I is
3: ah yeah my penis huge okay all right
1: that's what i do you know what i'm saying i'm big pimping it's all about big pimping you want to get going get in the industry this is all this is like your starter
3: kit okay all right all right fantastic um, um, uh, so, so, uh, they have you on, uh, CCC TV video. Uh, you might want to send it back. I, I, I would guess, I, I would guess the owner would be happy.
1: <laughs> what, what, uh, what, so did somebody really rip off a large dildo? Is that what you're yeah. telling me? Oh yeah.
3: They have camera footage of like the, the, and it's two dudes, which makes it really weird that they're stealing a big gigantic. And it, the weird part is it's a big white dildo.
1: What the hell? You know, and that's a stereotype. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know?
3: <laughs> 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 oh, you
1: God know. Damn those yeah, stereotypes. Say, you know, that, and, and boy, how strange is it? You mean there's a guy that likes uh, penis? Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's very strange. Yeah, right. You know, that's... Uh, oh, um,
6: Jesus, Jesus.
1: <laughs> you, gotta, now, you know, you're required. You're required. You know, you're required every sitcom, every uh, uh, weekly uh, docu-drama, hour drama. Our, uh, drama whatever, you're required to have two gay men living together on the
3: show. Pretty much now in all shows. And, and there's, here's something else you need to realize. Um, and it really did start with... Uh, it started a while back, but the father figure in all shows is a doom cough. He's an idiot. He's a moron. Right. And and, and it's like, we oh, we don't need males anymore in our society. I, yeah. I, I just get so mad at, at the world that we live in.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, all you need to do is get the entire series of Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, and you'll be
3: fine. All right. One more, uh, one more thing before we get to sports here. Now, uh, you and I have uh, led – Pretty similar lives, you know, somewhat, in in some fashions. Where sometimes we would have to sell, I don't know, blood plasma to be able to afford beer to go out on a weekend, right? Yeah. Other than that, I think you like cilantro and I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, now, do you like cheese? Are you, are you lactose intolerant or can you eat cheese?
1: I love cheese. I love cheese.
3: Okay. There's a new study out that is going to pay you $1,000 to eat cheese before you go to bed as part of a new study on nightmares.
1: You know, it's a study on nightmares, and we have to eat cheese before we go to bed.
3: See, see, this, this, this is my problem with it. it's It's $1,000 for three months. But there's a possibility of nightmares. Do you know what the worst things in the world are? Are nightmares because they ruin the only free thing in this world and that is sleep.
1: Right, that one that one time in your life where it doesn't matter. It's just it's going to be you're going to go on a trip and it's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be you know incredible or it's going to really suck. So you want it to be good. So what is this test? The test is just it's on dreams or it's on it's about cheese,
3: um, but you
1: you may experience bad dreams.
3: Yeah, they're they're saying that if you eat certain kinds of cheese, you might have nightmares. No, well, if yeah. that certain kind of cheese is cheddar, I don't want any part of this study. I yeah, don't want to know yeah. cheddar.
1: <laughs> that that better could be tough
3: too. Oh, I, I'm telling you right now, if they say nacho cheese gives you nightmares, I'm going to ah. kill everybody.
1: They start saying though, I'm out of there.
3: I mean, come on. Go after that weird shit, that, that shit that, that's illegal in this country that's got, like, bugs and shit in it that they eat over in France.
1: I you know. You know, there's a line in a Friends uh, once, uh, I think it's Monica, who says, that. Uh, you know, oh, the stinkier the cheese, the better. Yeah. You know, I, I reach a certain stinky part where I'm done. I'm good. Mm, I yeah. like, you know, I'll go with... Uh, but when things start stinking really bad, thats uh, I don't know if that's my cheese.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, look here. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty easy. I, I go cheddar, American. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Swiss. Uh, I love Munster cheese. That's about as wild and crazy as I get there. I like blue cheese dressing. That don't mean I like blue cheese. I like blue cheese dressing. I love blue cheese dressing, yep. And, uh, I, I mean, uh, nacho cheese. That's its own damn cheese. And you got to get the right vat of nacho cheese. You you've gotta
1: cheese. be, you know, nacho cheese is like a fine wine.
3: Yeah, you're goddamn right.
1: You guys gotta have the, 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 the right texture, the right, uh, you know, uh, ooziness, I guess you call it, you know, fluid. It's just uh, the, the tanginess. Yeah. It, it's, it's a heart, it's a lost heart.
3: Well, we, this this is all it is. I, I'm gonna tell you what nacho cheese is nacho cheese is, is like Velveeta. But then you pour a whole bunch of like jalapeno juice in there, and then that's nacho cheese. And and by the way, it's phenomenal. Okay,
1: you uh, people, I bet you the Arnie, I bet you the Arnie nacho cheese. Now listen, don't, don't don't don't. Still put in the same effort for your nacho cheese, even though there's not going to be any Dallas stars floating around the playoffs. Still, I want you to put in hey, the same effort hey, for your easy. for your
3: tailgate party. Easy, the stars are fine. Um, uh, But but I will say this. Nothing makes me angrier than when I go to a restaurant and I want to order nachos. And it's nothing but a bunch of melted yellow cheese and some white cheese in there that they threw in a microwave. And now it comes out and you take one piece and it's all the cheese. Yeah, it all comes off. It all
1: comes off on my chip. I'll have Gordon Ramsay down there so
3: quick. Oh, I, I, oh, no, that 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 just angers me. If you're going to go that route, you got to go the old route that uh, TGI Friday had, the tostada nachos, where you get a nacho chip and you put bean dip on there and you melt cheese on top of every chip. That way you're guaranteed enough cheese on every chip.
1: You're guaranteed coverage on every chip. Yes. And I think that's, you know, it's like State Farm is there. You know, you're guaranteed the coverage yes. of every chip having the cheese, you know, and that's a great, but do you still like to put uh, I mean, let's say you have some shredded, obviously, uh, in, in the fridge, uh, cheese, and then you have, uh, you know, the, the, the singles, like some, some, uh, Munster, some cheddars, some, those singles, sargentos, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, do you put those on? No. The slices, do you tear them up, put them no. on, or is that acceptable? No,
3: I, I don't, look, if I have nachos, and, and one of my, one of my favorite dishes is, um, tater tot nachos where you make a bunch of tater tots and you pour actual nacho cheese on them. You put beef on there, maybe some sour cream. It's phenomenal, okay? Yeah, but it's a, we
1: it's use, also called the Hungarian gulag Yeah. whatever.
3: But, but, but let me tell you, you use real nacho cheese. You don't, yeah. you don't get the fake bullshit. You don't get cheese whiz. You use real nacho cheese.
1: If right, you're but, a party, right, what I'm saying is so you use real nacho cheese. Now Now explain to me what is real nacho cheese.
3: Uh, I forget what the the brand is. It it comes in a blue container, and and, and it's all processed and shit, and you just fucking get that out, scoop it in, microwave it
1: up. It's right, good. but What's I love it. Cheese? I'm saying, if you had these, let's say you had some Sargento sharp cheddar slices no, in the fridge, or no, you had some no. uh, Swiss slices, no. you know, in the fridge for sandwich, you don't tear them up if you no. had to and put them on the chips?
3: No, no, uh-oh, that's yeah. not nachos. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I love cheese as much as it, you see me, you'll know I love cheese.
1: <laughs> you know i you know the last time we played golf there was a lot of blind shots because it was trouble seeing around you i didn't know what was going on
3: <laughs> hey i gotta ask yeah. you a real quick question um did you ever make it to chicago in your in your world travels
1: first up, yeah that was a stolen joke from that uh from uh uh, when uh, Barkley played with Phil Mickelson okay, and right. uh, Peyton Manning gave him a bunch of crap about, <laughs> they had a lot of blind shots. Um, but I have made it to Chicago twice. Yes.
3: Okay. Uh, by the way, that name of that nacho brand is a K- Bueno. That's the only kind of nacho cheese I like. Um, but anyway, did you ever go to Port- Portillo's when you were in Chicago? Get an Italian beef sandwich.
1: No, I did not.
3: Okay, so these Italian beef sandwiches are legendary, right? They just opened a spot in Dallas. We're going there today and they have Chicago hot dogs with the bright green relish.
1: Wait a minute Wait a minute. Yeah. are you talking a Chicago dog with tomatoes?
3: Yeah chunk Oh yeah, I'm talking Ooh. about an authentic Italian uh, uh, Chicago uh, roast beef sandwich. Um. Dipped in the au jus, and then you put cheese on that, and, oh, that's what we're having for lunch today. I'm pumped. I'm excited.
1: Hold, hold on a second. Conchita, get online right now. And see if you can get me the next available pledge in Chicago. <laughs> all right.
3: Go ahead, I, I just wanted to share that with you. All right. Now now we can get to all the sporting events and sports stuff. Um, did you see the, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame this week elected one a person?
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And really quick, you know, in Chicago, I, you know, the real wild thing, Mitch Williams, I had told you, he, he it's during his single-A season, uh, he, he stayed at my house. Uh, I just brought him home, and my mom was like, okay. Uh, I was like about 15, and uh, I was the groundskeeper at the baseball field, and I saw a lot of the guys come up through the ranks. <laughs> so I took, Mitch uh, uh, Williams stayed at my house. And, you know, he wasn't, he didn't have an ulcer. He was a carrier, uh, they would say. You know, he, he would uh, walk the bases loaded, then strike out the side. Yeah.
3: Oh, and, yeah, believe uh, me, I, he was the closer for the Rangers. I mean, I think that was one of his first big league stints was with the Rangers. He drove us nuts.
1: I, and on the, he, he gave it the home run to Joe Carter. Uh, so he lives at my house, you know, and he and, and goes to the pepper mill all the time. So and she, and my mom would stay at the way. Uh, she would cook him something to eat when the game is over we we're right down the street from Moana Stadium and uh he would uh my mom would make him you know dinner when he got home and so Wrigley field I show up at Wrigley field uh, by the way Greg Booker which who's a pitcher uh, he had me he had me my tickets waiting nice. it's, it's kind of an executive thing a lot of people right. don't know the kind of right. lifestyle I lead. Um, but so we, we get our chicken. We're right by the bullpen. And, he, and he's sitting, he, this guy lived in my house for two seasons. And he's sitting right next to Rick Sutcliffe. And I says, uh, hey, I got a couple of Peppermill drink toast. And he turns around, you know, because they used to always go to the Peppermill. Sure. I don't know. You remember Moana Stadium, right? Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's right down the street.
1: Yeah. And he turns around. Hey, what's this? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I uh, talked to him for a sec. And uh, they did a nine game's over. And I'm telling my buddy, guy, we're going to see Andre Dawkins. That's right, buddy, we're going to the locker room. Like mm. this is gonna be a fist Bum, Mitch Williams. <laughs> he he runs by, runs up from the bullpen, throws me, not even an autograph ball, a ball. You rotten, yellow belly, lily livered son of a bitch.
3: Didn't even take you out to eat. Didn't even take you to, yeah, I to the locker room.
1: Maybe, you know, uh, Sosa wasn't on the team, but there was, uh, you know, there was Andre Dawkins, yeah. There Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah, you had
3: Sandberg, uh, you had Will, uh, Mark Grace. Grace
1: on the team? Yeah. Oh. Nice. I, I mean, this Sha- was.
3: Sean Dunstan? I, I mean, come on. I He's mean, a, this guy. I tried
1: to I tried to hook him up with Wooster High School chicks because I was at Wooster at the time, you know. I mean, he could have,
3: at the least, introduced you to Harry Carey.
1: Do something for me, you rotten son of a bitch! I mean, you know, you go to Wrigley Field when the game's over, and you come out of Wrigley Field, and your Murphy Sports Bar's lit up, Mm -hmm. people are having a great time. go to the South side, go to, uh, uh, Comiskey. You come out of there, you just get the hell out of there. And (laughs) hopefully you have a bump stock so you can get through the traffic, (laughs) you know?
3: (laughs) Um, all right. So Scott Rowland, the only player elected to this year's, uh, baseball hall of fame. You okay with that? You know, I mean, I
1: I was looking at his stats, you know, I, uh, I was looking at his stats. I, you know, I got, I guess. I mean, he's he's like 12th on a lot of things and stuff like that. If you think, I, I guess you qualify for the Hall of Fame. I, I got to go, yeah. I got to go, yeah. I've seen his stats. So I, I think so.
3: I mean, but, but did you see any n- other names on the list that you go, wow, wait a second. Uh, I, I hear a lot of people are upset that Andrew Jones isn't in the Hall of Fame or Carlos Beltran isn't in the Hall of Fame. I don't think they had Hall of Fame careers. Not, yeah, not. I you know not
1: everybody can be in the Hall of Fame. You know, when I give out my, when I do, I uh, uh, you know I award a doctorate degree in legends, mm-hmm. and my first one is, uh, uh, it's a tough class. It includes uh, Magic, Larry, right? Kobe, sure. Shaq, and uh, and Michael.
6: Right, 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 right. You know, and what it is is it's strong, you You do Larry
1: Magic. Kobe Shaq, and then they're like, Well, I think he said michael You're like, know? Yeah, you just combine all those four, and then that's Michael, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> and then you have those are the legends. So, uh, yeah, you know, those, those are Hall of Fame guys. I mean, it's far like the NBA goes, but yeah, not everybody can see it. I mean, gonna, the, the building's gonna be huge someday.
3: Yeah, uh, I i looked at it and I, I said, Okay, and, and I know Fred McGriff went in on the uh the veterans ballot earlier this year. So there's two players going into the hall of fame, Fred McGriff and Scott Rowland. You know, those, those guys, they did their jobs. They played the game the right way. And I think that's why they're being rewarded personally.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, they did. uh, He's got good, good stack rolling. Uh, he, 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 he's a good player. He is a solid. he, He probably deserves to be in the hall of fame. The crime dog. I, you know, I, as a kid, I, saw, I remember the crime dog. I mean, I so I'm sure he's got to be in there, too, because I remember him knocking in runs all the time.
3: Oh, him in that hat that he wore so high on his head. God, you had to love him for that. Yeah, um,
1: yeah,
3: yeah. Do yeah. players like Alex Rodriguez ever have a chance at getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame?
1: Well, you know, I... Yeah. Because you know Barry's not in, right? Barry Bonds. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean,
3: a lot of people want Barry in. They want Roger Clements in. Do you? I think- don't. You
1: know what? I want him in too. I really. I want Pete Rose. You know? Did you see the first bat made at the Riverfront Stadium or Three River? Uh, Three uh, Three River? No, it's Riverfront. Excuse me, Riverfront in Cincinnati. Uh,
3: it doesn't surprise me. I, I mean, you know. yeah. I, I mean, look, look. Here's the thing. Here's the difference I have. Pete Rose, bet on the game, never bet on his own team. Let him in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Don't welcome him back into baseball. And if these players – now, Alex Rodriguez, he he would be a special one here. But you look at Clements and you look at Bonds. Bonds and Clements were Hall of Fame guys before they started taking PEDs.
1: Right, Yeah.
3: I mean, Barry Bonds won three MVPs while he was with the Pirates, something that hadn't been done since Willie Mays. Um, Roger Clements had all these Cy Young Awards with the Boston Red Sox. Here's, here's, my, here's, here's my caveat to them. This is what I would offer them. You guys, we will vote on your careers in Pittsburgh and Boston only. And those are the only stats that we'll give you. If they agree to that, I think they could go into the Hall of Fame.
1: I know based on that merit alone, uh, they, they, they they might crawl their way in. They might, you know. But yeah. My thing with Pete Rose is like, you know, no one in the history of this game that, you know, the back, you know, day with, you know, hundreds of the Black socks, all this, you know, mm-hmm. no one has more hits than you. There's no way you leave this guy out of the Hall of Fame.
3: No, like I, this, I, you, no it, you know. it's actually really stupid. I mean, he yeah. actually accomplished a lot on the field and did stuff on the field, and they're punishing him. Too much for that, but with that said, when Pete Rose goes in, shoeless Joe Jackson goes in too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's like I mean, now look at the TV now when you watch the TV, uh, the the games on. It's it's even the player proposition bets. Uh, uh, you know, Mahomes over two sixty passing plus two forty or whatever. You know, mm. I mean, it's just gamble, gamble, gamble on sports. So it is. come on these guys got to go in. Now, when you watch the games, you literally are thrust, uh, you know, uh, the NBC's with like BetMGM MGM and, and their Caesars with, uh, with, uh, you know, ABC, uh, um, Disney. And, uh, so they just, they just thrust the, uh, the gambling you now, because now New York state has just recently, uh, legalized uh, sports gambling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they can't, <laughs> if you're going to get on this guy for gambling, uh, yeah, you need to, you know, that's called the the pot calling the kettle black, I guess. Yeah,
3: I but the the thing back to the uh, Peds, um, Alex Rodriguez really didn't have a body of work before his Peds started. I mean, he had his Seattle years, which were what four or five years, and then he came to the Rangers, and that's when it started. Um, and Alex Rodriguez, he got caught twice you got twice you're yeah. out see ya no we don't need did, to
1: did he did he did you see a dramatic increase in like uh his body or like or whatever when when he uh, like you know bonds you yeah. could just see him blow up like a like a uh, watermelon did you notice that i didn't really notice it i noticed the guy's a, a cut guy but did you notice him getting uh enhanced well, he, i he, guess you could say
3: he hit it and as a fat guy i know how you hide it you wear bigger uniforms Remember, A Rod. A Rod did not wear a tight uniform when he was on the field. Every and this is in the day and age where they would wear their pants all the way down. His pants were loose. His jersey was loose because he didn't want to show off all his gains that he had made. He was smart about it, but we all saw it. I mean, I mean, it's like it, like Sammy Sosa when he played for the Rangers. He was as big as a toothpick. When he went to the Cubs, he was a brick shit house. You know, Bonds, yeah, same just way. just blew up into their uniform, you
1: know, yeah. right?
3: And and you're not hiding anything. When your hat size, uh, this, this is just science. When your hat size grows two full sizes after the age of, like, 23 or 24, uh, that's not natural because, see, your cranium stops growing. And it, I, I just, it, it's, uh, and he was bald. It wasn't like he had a big afro or something. He was bald, Barry Bonds was. So, no, I, I look, it, it, if, they, if they were to offer that caveat, I'd say they should take it. All right. Now, with that being said, this morning they list the first ten finalists for the NFL Football Hall of Fame. And I've got a list of names. Here we go. See who makes it. And it seems like the NFL takes more than anybody else. Um, first one is Jared Allen. Played defensive end, played for the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Bears, and the Panthers, most lo- notably known for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Hall yeah, of Famer.
1: Okay, move on. Sorry, Jeremy. We're going to okay. see what we got coming up.
3: Uh, Willie Anderson, offensive tackle for the Bengals and Ravens.
1: That yeah, big bad guy could block a little bit. All right, Willie. We'll see what we can do.
3: Rondé Barber, cornerback safety, a Super Bowl champion, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Rondé Barber. He lasted one day on the Today Show, I think. He tried like his, like his brother Cheeky. Yeah. They tried to make him a, a, a reporter. He was so horrible. I remember watching him a couple of times, and I never saw him again on, on the Today Show. So, Rondé, come on, kid. you got a rise in your veins. Come on. You're
3: done. Uh, Dwight Freeney, defensive end, linebacker for the Colts, the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Detroit Lions, most notably for the Colts.
1: Yeah, well, I don't work for Seven Eleven, Maverick, A.M., P.M., and then I get in the Hall of Fame. No, I don't
3: think he's in. Uh, Devin Hester, punt returner, kick returner, wide receiver, more punt and kick returns than anybody in the history of the game.
1: Was he a Michigan kid? Uh,
3: Devin Hester, I'm not sure. I don't think so, but I'm not uh, sure.
1: I think he was more maybe, uh, it's a, more, more, uh, more In the NFL, big kick returner. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's, Man, I, I, that guy, you know, I remember him a lot. You know, did he have more returns for touchdowns than Dion? Yes. Wow. Yeah, he's got to go in there.
3: Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I I would agree with that. Tory Holt, wide receiver for the Rams.
1: You know, first off, you know, mom, dad, don't why well, am I have to be named after Tory Stelling? Oh, well, <laughs> no, they, they didn't spell it, but Torrey. Remember him at Colts for a long time, right? No. Yeah.
3: Uh, no, he played for the uh, – Torrey Holt played the for the Rams. The The Rams.
1: Rams. Rams never, never with the Colts?
3: No, he it went with oh. the 1999-2008 with the Rams, 2009 the Jags.
1: Oh, okay, okay. But I do remember him. Uh, you know, you got to get up to around, You know, If you're with the Rams, you got to be Dickerson style. I don't okay. like it.
3: All right. Uh, Andre Johnson, wide receiver for the Houston Texans, Colts, and Titans. I
1: remember Andre. Yeah, uh, what kind of stats this guy thrown up?
3: I don't have his stats in front of me. Yeah. Uh, he was he was a, a remarkable receiver for the Texans in their inaugural seasons, which doesn't say much. Um, I don't put him in.
1: I don't think I put him in either. Yeah. He doesn't stick out. He's not a. You got to be like a maybe a a Juju Schuster type of status before I'll give it to you right now. All right.
3: How about Darrell Rivas, cornerback for the New York Jets? Then he played for the Bucks, the Patriots, the Jets, and the Chiefs. Darrell
1: Rivas. Remember, How many uh, picks this guy got? I don't know. A, a lot. I, I, you know, I, I, we're going off of just like that. We're like going off of me and you just thinking I we remember these guys, yeah. right? Like, did they get in? Because they haven't been selected yet, correct? No, no. These right. are
3: just the finalists for the modern era.
1: Yeah, the I don't know, buddy. I, I you right now. I got you in uh, purgatory. I got you on the on the steps. Okay. I don't know.
3: All right. Uh, how about Joe Thomas, offensive tackle? Uh, looks like he played for the Browns most of his career. Oh, his whole gosh. career, eleven years. Joe uh,
1: yeah, well, Thomas, you know, when I was I, when I, I the one class that didn't count for anything at the University of Nebraska. I took coaching baseball. And I passed every exam. I did great. I was always a class. I got a B. You know why I got a B? Why? So if that offensive lineman in the class you get an A, so the curve looked good, you know? So <laughs> it, yeah, not everybody can get an A, you know? Of course, Steinkohler and Remington have to get A, so Murphy's got to grab a B. Rotten son of a bitch. All
3: right, so uh, no to Joe Thomas then. No. Yep. No. Uh, Gold says Freeney should be in. Freeney was a good defensive player. He, I, I think he's on the the, the cutting edge. Uh, next one up is Zach Thomas, linebacker, played at Texas Tech, uh, mainly played for the Dolphins, played one season for the Cowboys.
1: You're a linebacker. You better have a lot of tackles. You got a lot of tackles. You're in the top 20 in tackles. I'll, I'll throw you in, kid.
3: Uh, let's see. Uh racked up 100 tackles in each of his first 11 seasons. He's got a lot of them. He might make it. Zach Thomas might make it. How about this guy? This guy was a hell of a player for the Dallas Cowboys from Troy State. Um, good old DeMarcus Ware.
1: All right, Dan.
3: 138 uh, and a half sacks.
1: The DeMarcus Ware, who is end? Uh
3: Yeah, defensive end linebacker. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of floating around just hurting people. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. I like DeMarcus where he now we're starting to get on the other side of the of the of the hill. Yeah. Where these guys are maybe making it in. Yeah. Cuz I I remember this guy being like a like a stray hand type of dude.
3: Yeah, he he was a stud. I, I I hated when he left the Cowboys. Uh so yeah, we'll put DeMarcus Ware in. How about Reggie Wayne? Wide receiver, uh Indianapolis Colts. Uh, played all his career in Indianapolis, 2001 to
1: 2014. I, he's probably second to Marvin Harrison as the second most reception from Peyton Manning. I bet.
3: Probably, yeah. I mean, he was right yeah. up there. Does he go in? It, uh, yeah.
1: he's got to. Uh, he's got to be up there in the top 20. I think mean, receptions, top 25 receptions. We throw him in. I get, Where do you draw the line? That's yeah. what's weird about it, you know.
3: Now this one's going to be interesting. How about Patrick Willis of the 49ers? Played 7 years there. Uh was a heck of a defensive player. Uh Patrick Willis was. Is he going in the Hall yeah. of Fame?
1: Yeah. And he's a D-liner. You know, the average the average uh, uh career of an of a offensive or defensive lineman in the NFL is like 8 years, I think. It's like the average. So yeah. he's, he's almost met the curriculum there. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he, I remember yeah, he would, he played for some good 49 teams. I'll put him in.
3: Okay, all right. And the last one here, this guy, look, look. I like this guy. I don't know if he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He is a cowboy. I'll be open and honest with you. One of the hardest hitters I ever saw play. Played safety. Went to Arizona State. Darren Woodson. Boy, I tell you what, you, he, he would bring the wood to people. He would lay the wood to motherfuckers big time. You know,
1: and that's the thing with cowboys. I mean, cowboys, there's a lot of cowboys that would, they would want to lay the wood to you, and you'd be open and honest with them and tell them, look, I don't, I don't swing that way. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> no, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him. He's secondary, correct?
3: Yes, he was a safety. Yeah,
1: yeah. my you remember So he's like 24, maybe? Number uh, 24, I was thinking. Uh,
3: um, number
1: 28.
3: 28 you were close 24 was Everson Walls because he gave up on the fucking the catch to to Dwight Clark Oh, yeah, he, I hate that number. And then was Larry yeah, oh, that, that was
1: that was gave up the catch that uh, like by a uh, vagina hair he caught that thing. I mean, come on.
3: And remember um, no, and number 24 also was a guy named uh uh uh, uh what was his name? Oh, so Larry Brown. You remember Larry Brown, don't you? Super Bowl 30 MVP? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What do you have? Three picks in that game against Neil O'Donnell?
1: Neil O'Donnell. Please well, he later dropped the O for fear of persecution. <laughs> Not because he was a stealer scrub. But um yeah, uh, this last guy, uh, boy, this cowboy, you know, I, I you know what, he's probably gonna get in. Know. but yeah you, you got to be uh, thankful well because uh, major League baseball at least is cracking down only one got in like you said yeah not uh, just the floodgates just don't open to everybody who you know bunted the ball
3: um now in the NFL the 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 finalists I guess have been set for this and I don't necessarily agree with it but uh, maybe you can come up with somebody else um AP award finalists for the MVP of the year. Of the NFL. Will it be? Oh, wait, hold on a second here. Let, let, we'll do. MVP let me last just throw week. somebody
1: out there. Then. Are you going to give me multiple choice?
3: Yeah, I'm going to give you more. We're, we're going to start. We're going to start with coach of the year.
1: Okay. For play for the MVP, I'm going to throw it out there when you get there. and Then you can give me the choice. I'm sure he'll be okay. in those too. So.
3: Actually, we'll start with offensive rookie of the year. Will it be Garrett Wilson from the Jets? Kenneth Walker from the Seattle Seahawks? Or will it be Brock Purdy from the 49ers?
1: Well, because of the the the, the um, San francisco Saturday Jose market is the third largest, I believe, in the country. That'll help him out. A lot of people watch it. I, I get. I bet Purdy gets it.
3: Oh, Purdy deserves it though, too. I mean, he did yeah, lead his ten team in a row, in nine in a row. Some something crazy like that. I mean, he's he's leading his team to the NFC Championship game for God's sakes. And um,
1: hey, help me get a joke.
3: Um, Coach of the Year. Brian DeBoli, the Giants, Doug Peterson, the Jaguars, or Kyle Shanahan, a Longhorn 49ers?
1: Um, you got to go with uh, Peterson, I think.
3: I think. You get the Jags. I mean, the Jags, the, the Jags
1: are like, remember when the Patriots had, like, the Patriot guy down as a guard on their helmet?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh the I
1: guy was, you know, how boring that was, whatever? That's what Jacksonville is dealt with. They're just it's like you're never going to come out of the cocoon or something. So I, I like Peterson.
3: Okay. All right. That, that not a bad choice. I can see him winning that. I think it's going to go to DeBaldi, the Giants head coach, wrongfully. Um, comeback player of the year, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCafferty, or Geno Smith of the Seattle Seahawks?
1: That, I mean, come on. If McCaffrey doesn't get that thing. Then the fix is in.
3: Mm. I think it's between him and Saquon Barkley, honestly. Uh, defensive player of the year. Will it be Nick Bosa, Chris Jones of the chiefs or Mika Parsons for the Cowboys?
1: Yeah, no, Chris T Jones. I think you've got to get this one.
3: Oh, I'm going Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons all day long, baby. Best defensive player in the world. Even though we're not playing this week. Um, you off- guys will be fine. You guys are going to come back.
1: You'll be fine. You guys go home and have rest up. Okay, go ahead.
3: Um, Gold says Bosa. Um, Shanahan gets this far with the last pick in the draft. He doesn't get it. How far would those other goes without uh, their starters or even backups? It's a good call. Um, Offensive player of the year. Will it be Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, Justin Jefferson for the Vikings, or Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs?
1: You know, this really pains me to say it. I mean, it really is an acute pain. It really hurts.
3: <laughs> Who is it then? you I mean, hear
1: me. I want to oh, say it I hurts. The thing, oh, the it hurts. hurts. Yeah. I
3: I I agree with you. I think I I think they're gonna give it to him. And what a shitty choice that is.
1: You know, that it's not. The guy is a stud. I mean, you saw my, I, I posted, you know, I, a lot of people compare me to, you know, Mark Twain, Samuel sure. Clemens, right,
6: right, right, some of
1: my stuff. And my last one was, you know, three years at uh Alabama and a year at Oklahoma gets you a PhD in the NFL. And this kid, he is operating, you know what I mean?
3: Okay. All right. Well, we'll see this weekend. Um, <laughs> Should be Jefferson, but they'll give it to a damn quarterback. Um, All right.
1: Jefferson. Give me the other ones again.
3: Justin Jefferson, the Offensive Player of the Year for the Vikings. Um, All right. NFL MVP. Here you go. Will it be Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs, Justin Jefferson for the Vikings, Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, Joe Burrow for the Bengals, or Josh Allen? For the Bills now, who did you want to throw in there?
1: No, I, I, I said I knew. I hurts is what I think would be in there for sure. Okay. but you know what? When you throw up that Joe Burrow and he's still playing too, and we're talking the MVP both about. Well, Josh, guess what, buddy? He Ran out of gas. Sorry, kid. You know. Uh, so I, you know, I'm gonna go with Joey Burrow for the MVP. I
3: like Joey Burrow. I, I look. I'm a Joey Burrow. That guy is cool as shit. I, I think I think he's a cool guy, and he embraces this role as a quarterback in modern day society. I love it.
1: Yeah, and you know, only you know people out there. Only me and you, know, Arnie and I, are some of the few people that get to call him Joey Burrow. Okay.
3: Yeah, because so don't you know, go we're call dead. him
1: Joey when you see him. You're yeah. not, not like that. You're know, tight like us. A-
3: and the reason why we call him Joey is I used to carry him in the front of my pants when we'd go around town. See, because he was a Joey, like a, a baby kangaroo.
1: Well, you always had him in your pocket. You yeah, know what I mean?
3: Exactly. All right. Well, let's let us get to what you are here for, my friend. Let's get to the fucking games this weekend, the AFC and NFC Championship game. What a lot of people consider the most exciting weekend of the NFL season. Um, The first game will start at noon your time on Fox. And it is the NFC Championship game. The San Francisco 49ers at 13-4 are traveling to that godforsaken town known as Philadelphia to take on the 14-3 Eagles. The Eagles are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 46. Joe, uh, going into this week, you were 2-2 two and two last week in the playoffs. Yeah. I was one in three. Your total of the season is 136 and 115, and I am 152 and 99. This is my quest not to lose 100 games this season. So I have to be correct on everything for the rest out.
1: Uh, well, listen, like you said, when we hit the playoffs, I'm Colby, your Chuck person. Okay, buddy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know that uh, – Man, I'll tell you what, that total, that total, in that game, what'd you say, 44 and a half or 49 and a half?
3: 46. The over-under
1: is 46. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to see some defense. it going to win this one. And so I'm going to go Niners. Uh, niners, you gotta, you, gotta, you have to take the points Niners. You know, even, you know, because in the law, you know, the law of big numbers, it's like it we'll stay basically that at, you can only win so many. At some point, you're going to lose a game. You know, that's just math. I mean, uh, but uh, if they do lose, I think it's a tight one. i got to take the Niners in this one, and I'd probably take the Under.
3: Um, Let's see. Uh, Swoosh says fly, Eagles fly, because the Eagles are so much better than Eagles. Yes, thank you, Congressman. We we, we really appreciate that. Um, I, too, sadly, oh, it pains me. This this, this this game for me is the game that I wish Al-Qaeda would show up for because these are the two teams I hate more than anybody else in football. The Eagles are an in-division rival with me that I hate and have to see twice a year. The Niners, well, they just knocked us out of the playoffs again, and I fucking hate them. I know you do, buddy. But – I'm going to take the Niners in this game. Oh, uh, fuck.
1: You know, are you're a smart kid. Don't I know you got a heavy heart right now, but don't let it drag you down. Keep your head up and make smart decisions, okay?
3: I appreciate that. And, and let me share with you this. Uh, did you see that Dak Prescott's girlfriend broke up with him?
1: No, I did not see that.
3: Yeah. It, that, by the way, that is actually true. They broke up. But do you know why she broke up with him?
1: Bobby didn't make the payment on that Mercedes.
3: No, because he fucked an entire city, that's why.
6: Oh right then,
3: damn that boy's around.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, Dak. Oh, thanks for being with my wife, too. Yeah, he just fucked the entire city, Dak. Really? Mm-hmm. You
3: slut. All right. Now, the the later game, it will be on 3.30 on the West Coast time, 5.30 my time on CBS. Oh, by the way, the story we didn't get to, people are finally starting to call Tony Romo out for being a terrible announcer due to the fact that they caught him eating on the air last week, and he leaves Jim Nance out to dry. Oh, I love it. I hate Tony Romo. He's a shitty football player, and he's an even worse broadcaster.
1: Yeah, Tony Romo is like a Neil O'Donnell, as far as I'm concerned. Amen. Uh, just,
3: Amen you know, to that.
1: You, know, I mean, you couldn't get the job I mean, you're a all of a sudden, Roethlisberger comes along, and you don't have any O'Donnells or, you know, these guys. you got to get it done as a quarterback. I mean, you know, you got to know everything. Um, you know, Romo, I mean, Nance, really, Nance, thanks for smoking him out with the Alabama Cush before the game so he couldn't stop eating. <laughs>
3: Good old Jim Nance. All right, now
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that guy.
3: Oh, Jim Nance is Jim Nance quality. I that 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 right there is just gold. Those pipes when he rattles off, "Hello, friends," I'm at half fucking mass.
1: I mean, what do you Oh, oh! Let's go to the final four this week for my job. What are you doing? Oh, I work out at the Walmart. Thanks yeah. a lot, Jim. You know. And then he's like at the Masters. You know. And then he's at the final four. Uh, I mean, what? You cannot ask for a better job, Jim. No. Andy
3: And he lives in Monterey, and he has a hundred and twenty-yard hole in his backyard.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I heard? I heard. Few years back when his divorced, he was like it was like nine hundred thousand
3: a month in alimony. Probably. And and here's the other cool factor about him. His college roommate was Fred Couples. And there is not a cooler guy or a cooler golf swing in the world than Freddie Couples.
1: Freddie's the man. Freddie is the man. I, for some reason, I was, I, I thought you were going to say like Bubba Watson, who I don't like to watch play at all. Right, all. I love Freddie. He's a good kid.
3: Fre- Freddie's gold. Yeah. They were a uh, uni- uh, university of Houston roommates. Um, all right.
1: They were known as the twin towers, the twin putters.
3: Yep. Uh, Ogre says admitted Arnie, you'd be eating nachos and chewing tobacco on the air too. Well, yeah, I mean, but I wouldn't be regarded to as the best broadcaster in sports.
1: Yeah, and also, you know, he has a great space for radio.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Warbird says, and by the way, Joe, have you heard this before we get to the AFC Championship game? Was DeMar Hamlin really at the Bills game? Was it a body double? The conspiracy theory is strong. People are saying that DeMar Hamlin's dead. Yeah, so
1: that was Zach around fucking college or whatever they call it, right? Today. Yeah, that was his just- it was, it was there as uh, the bill player. Come on, that's just, it just you know, hey, oh, hey, people, the internet, you know, the people that are on NDC and maybe CBS, I know they're biased or whatever, but one of them's like this kid that graduated from, like, Columbia Journalism School trying to crack, crack the big story, this and that. You know, so you probably get a good story. and I mean, an honest work out of them. The internet, I hate to tell you, but anybody can put anything on the internet. Just wanted to let everybody know.
3: I I all I'm well wait, wait, here's the thing though, Joe. The media these days is kinda suspect. I, I mean I, I mean, I we're all to believe this story about Paul Pelosi and the guy breaking into a house and it wasn't a fucking, you know, a hooker deal going hey, look, look, Joe, you're a sex worker. You know that they cover stuff up for people.
1: It's fucking American Express black bounced. It <laughs> d- declined that
3: night. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> All right, now the AFC Championship game. <clears throat> the 12 and 4 Cincinnati Bengals will be on the road at Arrowhead Stadium, one of the tougher places to play. Um against the 14 and 3 Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs are a 1 point favorite. The over under is 47.
1: This is that guy. The, the, the Chiefs are what, what you say, favorite by a point or two.
3: One point,
1: yeah, that's basically a pickup because you know, if somebody says the one point, that's a them. because guess what? You don't win unless you win by a point. So, um, uh, I, I, I'm gonna ride the Bengals, I'm gonna go AFC North on this, and uh, I like Joe, he got unlike uh, Trevor, he got a haircut, Trevor.
6: Yeah, I, amen.
1: Jacksonville, come on. see your local barber. Go down and see Ice Cube on Friday or whatever. Get yourself a haircut. Um, I got to go with the Bengals.
3: Um, I, too, am going. Look, I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not a Mahomes guy. Um, I am a Joe Burrow guy. And I I would like to see something good happen to the, to the city of Cincinnati for once. I mean, Kansas City's got a Super Bowl. They got a World Series in the last 20 years. Enough is enough. Let's share the wealth. Let's give something to Cincinnati, shall we?
1: Yeah, I mean Reno's the biggest little city in the world. Cincinnati is the Queen City. Yes, thanks a so lot.
3: Yep, there you go. All right. Well, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, uh, exquisite as always. Wonderful talking to you. I my 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 faith in humanity is restored after talking to you, and I appreciate it.
1: And I want to just finish really quick with saying it in your next life. I don't know if you believe in reincarnation, but whatever. Don't ever be a water heater. It's just a tankless job, okay? Oh, God
3: damn you. All right, Jesus, Joe. <laughs> All right, I All love right. you, man. I love you too, buddy. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. A tankless job. Boy, that, that has set the show back now five, six years. Uh, did you see that they are releasing the uh, Palomino video? What's the Palomino? Is the Palomino video the uh, the uh, oh the Pelosi one? When? Hold on a second here. Uh, Biden judicial nominee fails firebrand senator's basic test on America founding. Um, I'm not seeing anything yet. Uh, nothing yet. Uh, I want revenge game when my Niners make it, but Cincinnati owns them and they're right behind the Niners with that hot winning streak. That ankle is going to slow them down. Yes, the uh, Patrick Mahomes has a high ankle sprain, and it's going to be interesting. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not seeing this Pelosi video anywhere. Let's see. Hold on. Let me go this other way. Uh, I sent you. The- oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done the story a couple times, but this it's not out anywhere yet. The judge has called for it. <clears throat> the judge has called for the release of the body cam. We talked about this very early in the show. Um, and it's it's nowhere. Literally now I, I'm on Fox News right now. I'm not kidding here. And there is. Um, as I scroll down. Um, they've even gotten rid of the story about the NBC executive who could save everything by saying that they were wrong and redacting the story. Nothing is up on it. Nothing is going on. Here we go, CNN. Does CNN have it? Let's go to the link. Because if CNN, I, I, would, I would be shocked if CNN. Oh, I know that the, the court has ordered it, and they've ordered the release of the Justice Department videos as well. But nobody's seen them yet. Uh, let's see. It's not immediately clear how soon the material will be made public. okay? All right, there we go. but but like I said, I, and I appreciate it straight fire because I've been that's the one thing that's kind of been distracting me a little bit today is that I have been looking for that. I've been waiting for it to drop because if a court, this is the thing I don't understand. Why is it going to take a while? The court ordered it to be released. It's to be released and put into media's hands. The media then is to, if the media were to work correctly, the media takes that tape and plugs it in and says, here it is. Here's the raw footage. Now, do I believe that the media will say, here it is, here's the raw footage? No. I believe the media is going to try to cut this to try and save as much face for paul pelosi as they possibly can. And yes, that angers me. It, it fucking it oh, it aggravates the shit out of me. But I will keep looking for it. I promise.
2: To the midnight sun wheels go round and round On my mind Restless heart
1: Uh, In my
3: humble opinion, two of the greatest frontmen slash singers in the history of rock music, Steve Perry and Freddie Mercury. Wow, what voices they had. Christopher says, you gotta love that Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. I heard Joe was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. According to legend, while representing Michael Irvin, Joe gave Michael self-defense lessons and trained him in the use of improvised weapons. Joe was once quoted saying, on or off the field with my training, Mike is a weapon. Put a pair of scissors in his hands and you'll see what it means to feel fear. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Now, this next segment here on the show, I, I didn't need really any kind of inspiration for it because I was going to be upset about it, but boy, oh boy. Ladies
5: and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed
3: an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I got to send a thank you to my man, uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth, there on Instagram, also known as Kyle. Sent me an email this morning, just now. There is a dad joke company that has gone viral as it gives you an email once a day with a dad joke. Now, God fucking damn it. Mother of all fuckers. I get it. I get it. I am the creative force behind so much shit now. And am I getting credit for it? A- a- am I getting credit for it, anybody?
2: Oh, 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 oh I got it, I got it.
3: Uh, what is no, Alex? Really, the company went viral for it. I get kicked off a platform for it. Not happy. Not happy about it all, but it has fueled my hate. It's fueled my rage. It's fueled my anger. Oh, boy, the gas tank is overflowing. Now it's time to fucking go. I am Team J.K. Rowling's like a motherfucker. J.K. Rowling's has come out and set the Twitter world on fire yet again by posting a post that says, Men defining what a woman is, What women should and shouldn't fear, what women should and shouldn't say, what rights women should be fine with, with giving up, and, of course, what constitute real misogyny. Get a bloody mirror. (laughs) That's real misogyny looking right back at you, she says. Men defining what a woman is and claiming what a woman should and shouldn't fear is the true misogynist's and of course she's getting fucking lambasted for it for saying her her truth her opinion this is my favorite I'm smelling lawsuits they're stealing your intellectual property you're goddamn right they are you're goddamn right they are Harry Potter's still over it I I look look this has nothing to do with Harry Potter this has to do with a popular uh, artist, an author, who gave what she believes is the truth. She gave her opinion on something. Now, I, I now if I'm wrong about this, then y'all can correct me, and you know I will. I will cop up to it. I will. I will gladly say I was wrong. I don't believe in any of her tweets. She said that people who have sex changes or or they transition. Sorry, not sex change because we don't have sexes anymore. I don't believe that she said that they should be put in gas chambers. Now, if I'm wrong, please let me know. I don't think she said they should be paraded in the streets and have feces thrown at her. Now, that was Jeremy Clarkson about the Meghan Markle, but that's a whole other story. She didn't say that. She gave her opinion on what a woman is. That's it. Um. Oh, I, J.K. Rowling isn't wrong. I just like talking shit about Harry Potter. Oh, I, I'm the same way. Call that ripoff company on the phone right now? Um, I... Uh, Let's see, um, let's look at this, dad, daily jokes, picture of a, a guy who's fat wearing a t-shirt, um, search, dad, daily I was saying I gotta see the damn picture of this thing again. I gotta find. Them. Dad says joke. Okay, that's it. Dad says jokes. Okay. <laughs> says. Is that the motherfucker right there? No, that ain't it. That's just 24 by... I can't find... I I don't know how this guy's gone viral. He's only... Oh, there we go. 594,000 followers, really? Mm Mm-hmm. You fucking stealer, you. Fuck you. Fuck you right in the butt. They didn't have a phone number. Um, All right, back to J.K. Rowling. This is the most amazing part to me is this group that, that claims that they want tolerance and they want all this kind of shit. They aren't willing to give tolerance to other people's beliefs. That doesn't sound like tolerance to me. They want to see JK Rowlings stripped of everything she has monetarily uh, art, art, artist wise. I mean, I mean we, we can go over all the shit that's happened to JK Rowlings in the last two years. And they've done that to her. She hasn't once want anything done to them. They don't want tolerance. they want submission. yeah that that's what it is. And it, it goes even further. Because J.K. Rowling isn't the only one who's being attacked. Dave Chappelle, who I think is one of the greatest comedians walking the face of the earth right now. He finally has come out and slammed some fucking protesters. And I agree with him on this. He slams hypocrite protesters uh, who claim his jokes cause them violence. And then they turn up to his shows and attack people. Well, let me just say this right now. Um, I haven't announced this yet, but Tommy is going to be on the show Monday. I know Tommy wants to go to the Dice Man show. Next time Dave Chappelle comes to Dallas, I'm going to that show. And I'm going to that show hoping to get attacked. Dave Chappelle confronted backlash on his Midnight Miracle podcast. He drew backlash in 2021, all this. He said, Minneapolis show was swarmed with protesters who became violent when they threw eggs and a police barricade into the crowd. You know what's going to happen, don't you? We all know what's going to happen is you're going to fuck around. And you're going to find out. You're going. It, it's going to happen, and it's not going to make much for a comedy show that night. This is this, this is the part of our society that I just I, I just throw my hands up to, and yeah, I want to go to that, and I want to get in fights with them, but I don't want to go to jails, and I don't want the hassle, so I'm not going to go. And if I didn't want the hassle and all that kind of stuff, I still wouldn't want to go because I don't want to have to fucking have fucking people shouting at me, shouting at Brady kid going into that. This is ridiculous. Look, Dave Chappelle has made jokes. And this is the part of being accepted in society. You need to realize that once you've made a comedian set list, you are accepted in society. You want this th- to feel this, this, this need to be needed? Well, we need you in the comedy world. We need all kinds of people in the comedy world. We don't need you actually in the comedy world, but the comedy world needs to be able to talk about you because you're a part of society, and that's what they do. Is they lampoon society, all of society, at least the good ones do. But no, we're supposed to all just shut our mouths and say, oh, I totally accept that. That, 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 that person right there that has a mustache is a woman now. Oh, yeah, oh, yes, ma'am, or yes, gung, or zing, or whatever your fucking pronouns are. But you can't talk about – and by the way, by the way, they did this with Andrew Dice Clay. And now they're doing it with Dave Chappelle because they, they, they decided, hey, we're going to jump again on a black guy. In the 90s, there wasn't a comedian hotter than Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay was the, the best walking comedian on the face, and he was funny. And, yes, he was dirty, horrible, dirty nursery rhymes, hickory dickory Dock. some chick was sucking my cock. The clock, was, the clock struck two. I dropped my goo, and I dumped the bitch at the next block. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Or, well, with a dollar and a quarter. Oh, that's what it was. Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Jill came down with $2.50. She blew him. Little boy blew. He needed the money. It was an old lady who lived in a shoe. She had so many kids, her uterus fell out. What's your name, honey? Any idea? He looked at a guy in the front row and goes, oh, Is that your girlfriend? Yeah. she is she pretty good in the sack? Yeah. How do you think she got that way? I mean, it, the Dice Man was great. But the Dice Man is it went through what Dave Chappelle is going through now. They're saying that his comedy is attracting violence to women back then. His comedy was very derogatory towards women. That's no joke. Um, but, but it's jokes. Do we say anything about the Lisa Lampanellis of the world, or the the um, who who's the girl now, the blonde chick Nikki Glazers? Do we say anything about them as they degrade men on their stage? and they shit all over men is that not the same is that not causing violence towards men well then those female comedians should be taken off immediately now do you know why that's not the case is because there aren't enough pussies in this world that would say that We're letting these small, fringe groups of society run what what is supposed to be entertaining and funny to us. I guarantee you, I could put on an Andrew Dice Clay uh, tape and make people laugh with that. And then there are people that would leave that and they would say, oh, that wasn't funny. Well, you were just fucking laughing. You don't want to be publicly known as being a Dice fan. Okay, so you don't want to be publicly known as being a Dave Chappelle fan. Well, I'm a Dave Chappelle fan, and you can go ahead and publicly quote me on that. Because what he says is funny. It doesn't make me want to go out and assault anybody. Finish those lines with, oh, men are expected to take everything that is thrown at them. Yeah, and, and by the way, we do. And it's those, and, and, uh, and the thing with the Dice Man shows is they weren't all overrun by men. There were tons of women there. I saw him twice in the 90s. And there were a lot of women at the show, and they were laughing. Oh, my God, people were laughing at a fucking comedy show? By the way, by the way, there's, there's a news article that's going out there, and I think that this is pure comedy, uh, but they're saying that Donald Trump – is thinking about making Marjorie Taylor Thomas or Marjorie Taylor Greene, whatever that crazy broads name is, the vice president. (coughs) Oh, boy, he doesn't want to get elected. Dice my idea of a first date in Philly. Get out. but I don't know about y'all. I'm I'm growing tired of this and I'm tired of the hypocrisy and I'm tired of the stupidity, especially with our next story. This is how far we're going. Well, actually we go even further in the next story with this. Yeah, yeah, MTG is VP. Yeah, that that that's that's a rumor that's out there. I don't know if it's true. I, I saw it last night in a story and I didn't I didn't click on it because I was like this has got to be a farce Now I'm going to read you this story and I'll stop when it's appropriate. A transgendered woman let me stop right there a transgender In the United Kingdom, who was convicted of raping two women when she was a man, I I, I want you to remember that part right there, Um, is being sent to a female prison to await sentencing, prompting outcry from activists isla bryson of scotland by the way to all my scottish fans out there i'm sorry i missed this but uh happy burns night i believe that was two days ago the celebration of a a poet uh named burns in in scotland and i know that that's a big deal there so uh tip of the cap to y'all i know i have scottish listeners so that's why i said that um Isla Bronson of Scotland was found guilty this week of committing the rapes when she was previously named Adam Graham, a muscular man with a shaved head and a face tattoo. According to a report in the Daily Mail, Bryson denied the charges telling the High Court of Glasgow that any sex was consensual and that she would never hurt another human being. However, prosecutors argued uh, to jurors over a six-day trial that he attacked one of the victims in 2016 and another in 2019. Both places took place in Scotland. The dependent first appeared in court as Adam Graham and was referred to as such in the 2020 court indictment. It was later that year that they decided to transition. (laughs) I'm going to continue. Bryson claimed to the court that she knew she was a transgender at the age of four but didn't make the decision to transfer until she was 29, transition. She said Adam Graham was her dead name. And now Bryson is taking hormones and seeking surgery to complete gender reassignment. Well, that's all I needed right there. I know a bunch of y'all have uh, chickens out there. Now, if, if you don't believe what I'm fixing to say here, then this is what y'all need to do with your chicken coop. You need to go out and buy a fox, okay? And and, and then dress the fox like a chicken. Maybe, maybe, maybe i hold it aside for a while, okay? And you dress it like a chicken for a while. Maybe a couple weeks. Maybe it gets used to it. You're feeding it like a chicken. You're treating it like a chicken. And then you take that fox and then you put it in the hen house with the rest of the chickens and see what happens. Well, if you don't know what science is and you don't know anything, oh, let, let, let me help you out here. What's going to happen is the fox is going to realize, hey, I'm not a chicken. I'm a fox. And I'm going to eat all these motherfuckers. Now I'm I'm simplifying it far too much because this this person I won't call him a man because he's a rapist and real men don't rape. There's a T-shirt. Real men don't rape. Um, we've seen this happen already. All right, have we not? Have we not seen this happen already? We've seen it happen in American prisons where they they send these transgendered, these men that think they're women to the women's prison, and what happens? Three female inmates get knocked up. This is going to be horrible to say, but I'm saying it about an inmate, so it's someone who broke the law. I can't wait till the first rape happens in there with this guy. I am so looking forward to hearing that story. Now, what will the proponents of, of, of the transgender movement say? He's a rapist. He's the lowest form of human being you can have on this planet next to a pedophile. And I bet you he, his todger has seen a child or two, I'm betting. But we're going to go and play along with this fucking farce that he's doing because he realizes that he can't make it in the men's prison, and he can rape chicks in the female prison, and he'll never have to have surgery. Because the surgery is quite expensive, and you're going to get the prison system to pay for the surgery? No. Say this to you. You want to go to the women's prison? Let's just melt that thing off. Let, let let let's get a couple of uh, them 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 weed whackers, you know, you hold them with the, the two full hands. We we designed some kind of contraption that, that gets the twig and berries all sitting there right at once and you give one solid cut and then you burn the fucking wound closed. There you go. That's what rapists get. Now you can you can be a woman if you want. We'll give you the hormones and stuff now, but you can't rape no more. This is pure and utter stupidity at its finest. I really don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's so far below us. Hangtown Jen says, one of my best holiday memories, Thanksgiving 1989, my mother hosting, and yet uh, she's nowhere to be found. Why? She's in the kids' room fucking rolling to Andrew Dice Clay. To this day, you can't... (laughs) Uh, there's a hickory dickory dock without my mother finishing it. That's fantastic. I'm not a wapist, Mike Tyson. Now, this last story, yes, it's a part of the transgender things. We, we got to get this shit out of the way. I have a question here. Um, and, and, and I honestly would like to know because I've been out of school for quite some time. I graduated in 1990. Fuck, I'm old. A California teacher, um, does it say where she's teaching? In Bakersfield, Del Oro High School in Bakersfield. Um, California teacher has boldly confessed that she helps students change their gender identity without their parents' knowledge. Here's my question. When did teachers turn into activists so badly? Uh, Oh, here she is. Uh, She decided to film a video about it as well. Let's see. Instead, you get a gender nonconforming core anti-racist teacher with tattoos, colored hair. and I So put a picture up of her. She's got pink hair, nose ring, all that kind of shit. Now, now look here. Look here. I got tattoos. I worked in radio, okay? I, I, worked, I, I had piercings in my ears. I had my nipples pierced for a while, took that shit out. I ain't got nothing wrong with piercings. I ain't got nothing wrong with tattoos. Do we need those visible and present in elementary school on teachers? I'm just asking. Just asking. I know that that tattoos have become well more accepted, and you can see a lot of nerdy people with tattoos now, and you just fucking shake your head at them. Because these are going to be the same people that get their tattoos removed in five or six years. Once again, see, the tattoo industry, it grew another industry, and that's tattoo removals. And I will say this. I guarantee that about 60 to 70 percent of tattoos that are being done today will be erased somehow. But anyways, this isn't about tattoos. This is about a teacher that has showing tattoos in a classroom and is bragging about helping kids change their sexual orientation or their sexual identity, their gender identity. Without consent of their parents, when did they become activists? I'm just wondering. When did the teachers start working with the kids? Because remember when we were kids, you remember when we were kids? the The teachers were like the prison guards; we were the prisoners. They didn't. They didn't want to work with us, and they were to report to the warden who was the principal, and then if we really fucked up, then the principal, the warden, would talk to the governor, and that was mama and daddy. But now it seems like the guards are working with the criminals, meaning the warden, he can't do anything or she can't do anything because she don't know anything, and now the parents don't know anything. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had a child and it was going to school, I would want to know what's going on with my child in that school. Grades, getting picked on, if they're bullies, if they're weird, if they smell. I want to know all that kind of stuff. Oh, they want to change their sexual orientation. Wait a second. Isn't that something me, the parent, should know? The answer is no. Then guess what? I am no longer responsible for that child. Hey, all you deadbeats out there, I'm coming to your aid, one in particular. You can finally give up all the rights to your children and not face any kind of backlash for it because the teachers now are in charge of your children. Uh, Let let me just say, I, I would sign off on that in a heartbeat. I no longer have to be responsible for them, so... So 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 since I don't get to know what they are because they're individuals. Okay, they can live at the teacher's house, fine by me. I I don't have to insure them anymore. Okay, fine by me. Can we get rid of my property taxes too? No, okay. All right. Well, hey, you got rid of a fucking empty mouth in my house. What the fuck? When did when did parents start losing all these rights? When did good parents lose these rights? We aren't talking about the parents that fucking babysit their kids, you know, being held in the mouth of a pit bull. We're talking about regular moms and dads who are at work, who get progress reports from the teachers, but they don't include uh, changing their gender identity. Let me just tell you this right now. If I started to fail a class, my dad knew it before I did. I had a teacher named Miss Wilson. She was my seventh-grade English teacher. And and her sister was the, the, the teacher next door. She was an English teacher, too, for eighth grade. And, yes, I got stuck with her, and she was a bitch. Miss Wilson was cool as shit. Miss McNutt? Miss McNutt was a biatch. And I guess Miss Wilson realized that my kind of personality wouldn't flow that well with Miss McNutt. So she called my daddy down to the school. And this was a famous, this is one of my, my, my more famous stories that I, I love to tell about my dad. She called him down to school because I was failing English. She took my dad to my desk. She show, saw how messy it was. And my dad laid into me. Now there was one thing that year I wanted. Yes, Miss McNutt. We used to make fun of her for that. I mean, if I had to, if I had a sound effect machine, fucking hey, I would have been kicked out of that school because I would have been uh, Miss <coughs> Miss <laughs> Miss Mac. <coughs> yeah, I'd have been kicked out. But Miss Wilson sat me and my dad down. She said, "This is what Arnie needs to do. and and if he can do this, he'll pass English. And my dad looked at me in front of Miss Wilson. And, and he goes, "I want you to tell the class this too." And Miss Wilson did tell the class this. If I failed seventh grade English, and and, and look, it's not because I couldn't read. it's because I didn't want to. If, if Arnie fails his class, he cannot, even with his own money, buy a pass to Whitewater, which later turned into Wet n' Wild, which is where I worked and had the greatest summers of my life. Um, sure enough, next day in class, Miss, Miss Wilson announced that. Now, I had to do a bunch of extra work. I had to keep my desk clean, and it got inspected every day, and it was a pain in the ass because I was in the seventh grade, and I didn't want to do that. And there was one project that I could do for extra credit to get it up to a B. And this was a project that my dad had talked to her about. I had to learn and memorize the Rudyard Rudyard Kipling Kipling poem, If. If. You can keep your head when all about you, when men are losing theirs and and blaming it on you. The world has everything that's in it, and you'll hold on a second here. I don't remember anymore because, well, there's been a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol um, in that time. Um, I'm just going to read you the last. It's hard for me to do this because it makes me think of my dad too much. Um. I don't want the meaning of it. I know the meaning of it. Um, let's see. Well, there's a. So and and and. Uh oh, here we go. Now I'm gonna try to get through this. This is just the last stanza. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue. um here you go i'll I'll share this poem with y'all um i i memorized the entire thing and i said it in front of the class and i got a b in the class i got a b in eighth grade english i turned into a b student in the world of english because i knew what to do to get a b but my dad was involved he was a huge part of it. He worked with the teacher, not against the teacher. If that wouldn't have happened, I would have flunked seventh grade English. I would have had to have gone to summer school because I wasn't going to change. I wasn't scared. I mean, uh, look, and I was—I was a pretty decent student. I wasn't great because I didn't try. Uh, I imagine you reciting that in class, slowly building steam like the Thornton Mellon had to pass the final exam. I, I kind of did. I, 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 I knew that I was a showman early. And what an awesome fucking poem. Your dad was a smart man. Yes, he was. My fifth grade teacher was named Mrs. Bur- <laughs> Buttram, and we called him Mr. Buttram. I seriously laughed out loud. I may have even snorted. Boom, did my job today. Adios, Oger. Have a great day, my friend. The reason why I tell you that story is be involved in your children's lives, and if you're not, and if you're you're you're, you're having a hard time, like I'm not a parent, I can't tell you what to do. I just had the greatest parent on the face of the earth, in my opinion. And if somebody was trying to teach me how to change my gender, my dad would have gone down there and slapped the fucking shit out of him. Speaking of schools being stupid, I can't get over that. This story has has mesmerized me since day one, and I memorized and recited. They call him Rags by Edward Van Cook. Okay. Oh, I use I use that if thing a couple times through school. Hell, I used it in college and got away with it because it was a college level poem. Remember the story from a couple weeks ago when the six-year-old boy shot his first-grade teacher in Virginia? We talked about that with Tommy. Like I said, Tommy's going to be here on Monday. Wait till you hear this bullshit. In the hours before a six-year-old boy shot his first-grade teacher in Virginia, school leaders were warned not once. Not twice, but three times, lady. They were warned three times that the kid might have a gun. Including by a student who tearfully recounted that they saw the gun at recess. And they did nada. Nada. No, we are not going to protect you, teacher. Maybe I understand why teachers are working with the kids now. Hell, six-year-olds are bringing gats to school. And the fucking te- the, the the wardens of the school, as we previously announced, are not looking out for the guards. I was a spiteful little bitch and wanted to do a poem very well, well, and I wanted to pull on the emotions good. About twelve thirty on the day of the shooting, the teacher had searched the boy's backpack, believing that he might have a gun. No gun was found, but the teacher reported to the school administration that she believed that the boy had put the gun in his pocket before going outside. Instead of searching the boy, an administrator dismissed the threat, saying that the six year old has little pockets. <laughs> that can't be real. I can't I just I couldn't read that right, didn't I? Now, that's the funniest thing I say. Oh, he can't have a gun in there. He has little pockets. Kids can't carry drugs on them because they have little pockets. <laughs> that's the best thing I. I didn't even read that before. Holy shit, that's fantastic. By the way, that administrator fired. One or around 1 o'clock, an hour before the shooting, another teacher another teacher had reported that a student had come crying to the teacher, saying that the boy had shown him a gun at recess and threatened to shoot the student if he told anybody. There's two reports. What did the administrator do? They said, um, did administrators call the police? Nope. Did administrators lock down the school? Nope. Did administrators evacuate the building? Nope. Did they confront the student? Nope. A third teacher had also asked permission to search the boy, but was told to wait because school day was almost over. Before 2 o'clock, the boy pointed the gun at his teacher and shot her in front of her classmates. Um, I hope this teacher owns the entire fucking school district. What I would do with it is this. I would I would sue them for uh, one gazillion dollars. And then what I would do is I would turn all the schools into my private homes. Y'all can build new schools. I don't give a fuck. Because these schools belong to me. You were told by two teachers that this little motherfucker had a gun. And you didn't do shit. So once again, and and I I don't like to end the show on, on, on harsh stories like this, but this will be the last story of the day because I'm about to fucking go off. Stop. Stop crying every time you see a school shooting. Just stop it. This story right here should be enough for you to go, okay. Because once again, they have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt how inept and how stupid the administrators of these schools are. And as long as we keep these same administrators in place, that are doing, oh, hold on a second, I hear the perfect word for it here, Uh, that are doing Jack Squat about school shootings. Instead, we're going to argue over guns. By the way, that that Chinese fellow, that gun was illegal as shit. He had a MAC-10. It wasn't an Uzi, it was a MAC-10, which had been illegal for quite some time thanks to the gang wars in California. And he had a suppressor on it which is illegal. A silencer is illegal in this country. So don't start talking about banning guns. And I know that's what we're going to do the next time a school shooting happens, and God forbid it ever happens again, but I'm not stupid. It will. I don't want it to. I'm not wishing it. I just know it's going to happen. And the first thing everybody's going to do is throw their hands up and go, God damn it, why do we need AR-15s? You know why we need AR-15s in society? To arm ourselves against these fucking kids. I've given you a simple solution time after time after time after time, and I'm not going to give it out anymore. I'm not going to give it out before because I'm here to give ideas that save kids' lives. It pains me to say that I feel bad for kids Nobody likes seeing kids get hurt more than me. When they fall off a swing set or something like that, that's just pure comedy and joy for me. But getting gunned down, no, I don't care for that too much. Yet I'm the only one who has a feasible plan. Everybody wants to talk about getting rid of guns. Psst. Let me pull my little Joe Biden whisper here. That's not going to do shit. Okay? You can ban all the AR-15s you want to. Ban them. If the kid wants to shoot up at school. He's going to shoot up a school. You know who didn't have an AR-15? Klebold and Harris. They had shotguns. We're going to ban those too. I mean that that that. I mean uh, that is the granddaddy of school shootings, right? The whole Columbine thing. Arnie, that viewpoint doesn't jive well with the ABC company. <laughs> wow, gun laws really work well in California, sarcasm. Arnie, you would be in the cafeterias in all your houses eating fried bologna. You're goddamn right. The uh, Braddy Kidd says that this kid required a parent at a school every day with him, and that parent wasn't there that day. Why was that kid at school? Oh, he He required a parent at school every day? I didn't see that part. This kid's such a nuisance. Mommy or daddy has to be there. Well, that's like your luggage not flying with you on a bag on, a, on an airplane. They should also ban drugs and murder. I think that's a great idea. Uh, but 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 let me let me finish this point here. So the first thing they do is get rid of all guns. Guns are bad. Guns, 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 guns. And then we go. Whoa! It's the mental health. It's a mental health. Okay. Oh, he was picked on his whole life. You know, here's the thing. There's the thing. And uh I'm I'm going to take this old school with y'all. Yeah, you know who who got picked on his whole life? It's a fellow you guys listen to each and every day. His name is Arnie Roy States. I got picked on cuz I was fat. Cuz my dad was an alcoholic. Because I wore cheaper stuff to school because my parents couldn't afford it. I once had to wear a pair of tennis shoes to school for an entire semester that were bought at the grocery store. It's what we could afford. Did I want them? No, I wanted a pair of Nikes. Did I want to wear uh, cool Levi's jeans? Yeah, I wanted to wear that, but could I? No, because we couldn't afford it. We could afford tough skins, the ones that never break down. And you know what kids do? Kids pick on other kids because kids are fucking cruel. They don't mean to be. They're just being honest, and sometimes when they figure their honesty can be funny and they can win friends over, they do that. Now, I'm not going to say I didn't pick on my fair share of kids either. But early on, from kindergarten to about, I don't know, fourth grade, fatty, fatty, two-by-four, can't get through the bathroom door. was said to me by a guy who even played on my own baseball team. I was better than him, too. And I'll never forget, after that was said to me, I was eight years old. I went up to my daddy, and I said, Dad, that kid called me fat. Now, in 2023, if I were to go up to my dad as an 8-year-old, and I would love to be able to go up to my dad right now um, and say, Dad, that kid called me fat. Now, if this is not, my dad would still react to will I'll put a parent of today. That parent would want that other kid kicked out of school. That kid, oh how dare you say that about my son? You're body shaming him. I, I, I and this whole shaming thing, I I don't use that that shaming shit because I think that's all retarded. No, instead my dad said to me, "Arnie, you're fat. Now, if you lose weight, then they can't make fun of you. If you don't lose weight and you stay fat, then own it." Make fun of yourself for being fat because then they can't hurt you with it. It was the greatest advice I ever got. But instead, what we're doing today is we're looking at our kids and going, Oh my God, you're a victim. Fatty, fatty, two boy four. I got to write that one down. Um,. The liberal rag, Washington Post, put out an article questioning California the effectiveness of their gun laws. Good. Uh, no kid should be picked on in school. Well, Desert Runner, you and I will we will we will agree to disagree with that. I I think kids should look. Being a kid, it's a magical time, because think about it. You don't have any responsibilities, unless you're, like, a farm kid and you, you got to bust your ass all day. But for the most part, man, you got it made. If you live in a suburb and you're a kid, the you reason know why we got so excited when school got out it was because we didn't have anything to do. We could do what we wanted. We were free. Being a kid was, was, was great a long time ago because... We would right the wrongs. We didn't have to right the wrongs with fucking handguns. We would fucking throw hands. And they were little kid fights. The world has crescendoed into such a shithole, I just don't even know what to look at anymore. My son told me the other day that he wanted to go to a different school because he has a few bullies. I told him there are bullies everywhere and that he has to learn to not care about it. If the bully hits him, he should hit him back. Well, there we go. Right there. Hold on a second. Correct the mundo. Or or Douglas, if you want to, for a nominal fee, I can come to the school. ABC, Arnie Beats Children. We'll get your son, and he'll point out the bullies to me. I'll whoop their ass, and they'll never fuck with him again. Desert Runner says good points, Arnie. Thank you. I was bullied at school, and it forced me to grow thicker skin. You can get rid of bullies. They've existed, and they will still be around when we're all dead. That's the most true. Look, look. they are bullies. There's somebody that's been bullying me for the last seven years. Now I'm about to finally get to stand up to it, and it's going to feel good. It's going to feel real good. I promise you that. You got to stand up to your bullies. Now, now, once again, and I'm going over here. If you tell your kids to stand up to bullies, you have to tell them you're not going to win always. But the problem is, <laughs> no, it's not bratty. <laughs> um, the the problem is is that that. If you tell your kids you got to stand up to bullies, they're saying, oh, that means you're, you think you're going to No, 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 no. I stood up to bullies, and you know what? I still had to get into fights, and I still got my ass whooped, but guess what? That bully knew I wasn't going to fucking take his bullshit anymore, and now it was, wasn't worth the hassle of coming to me. Because what happens is this. The more you fight, the better you become at it. It's like anything. If you have to fight a lot, you get pretty damn good at it. If you're a fat kid in Texas growing up, you have to fight a lot. I'm not afraid to get hit. I'm not afraid to take a punch. I'm not afraid to lose a fight. The last real fight I got into, I'll tell you this right now, I got this shit beat out of me. That's why my nose is still crooked to this day. Got my ass whooped, but I still fought back. And one of the guys that hit me played in the NFL. Hey, I still stood up for myself. And you know what? Those guys will probably never fuck with us again. You know why? Because we put up a fight. The end. You got to teach your kids that early. Sorry to go on this bully uh, rancid, but th- this story just fucking angered me to no end at three times. And I'm and i I'm tired of hearing about the gun laws and all this kind of stuff. You said, uh, look, look here, ask family, I, I got a job for y'all to do today. For you gun owners, do me me a, a quick favor. Take one of your guns and load it and put it on, as long as you ain't got kids in the house. And I want you to put it on your top closet shelf. Now, I just want you to do this while you're at work today. And when you come home, see if the gun fired off into the wall. Because then you could say guns actually do kill people. Fighting is like sex. The more you get it, the better you get at it. Well, there you go. All right. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. RTRadio one at gmail.com. You want to email me about this or anything else, fantastic. But that is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Tomorrow is Friday. We have made it to the end of the week. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ask family. Have a wonderful Thursday and adios, everybody.
5: Many times temptation grows so strong and makes someone go blind to what is wrong. We'll stop now while
1: To beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever, and so is the Arnie State Show. Woo. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com. Stop it! Stop it!
7: Stop! 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 Stop talking! Um, I I
3: did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now.
1: I am going to
3: go get laid. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey.